welcome to Love Alexi. My name is Alexi Wasser. I'm your host, and this is my podcast. And my guest today is writer, director, Janixa Bravo. So Janixa's done a million wonderfully incredible things. She's directed TV shows like Atlanta, Love, Divorce, as well as written and directed numerous short films that are available online. I think you should watch them all immediately. Eat, Gregory Go Boom, Pauline Alone, Woman of the Year, Hard World for Small Things, The New Yorker Presents, Woman in Deep, Man Rots from the Head. But most important, I urge you to see Janix's debut feature film, Lemon, starring Brett Gelman, Michael Sarah, Judy Greer, Jillian Jacobs, Jeff Garland, Sherry Appleby, Nia Long, John Daly, Megan Mullally, and so many more fantastic people. So here's the thing. Lemon is playing at the Ace Hotel in downtown Los Angeles, uh, part of the Sundance Next Fest on Friday, August 11th at 8 p.m. I'm going to be there. Are you going to be there? Fantastic. Oh, and on August 18th, Lemon's going to be playing at the New Art Theater in Los Angeles, as well as the Quad Cinema in New York City, and it'll finally be available on Video On Demand, so make sure to check it out. And uh, until then, enjoy this romp of a conversation, a.k.a. a love letter to Janixa Bravo, from me to her. I adore her. Uh, yeah, we go on a tangential journey as per the use over here at the Love Alexi podcast, and we talk about a million different things. We talk about how Janix's new movie, Lemon, came to be, how she was wooed by her now husband, Brett Galman. We talk about her training for the Olympics when she was a teenager. We talk about NYU, film, film festivals, talking about meditating but not actually meditating, Insta stories, family, identity, creativity, and Barbies, Crispin Glover, Anthony Bourdain, Howard Stern, makeouts, rosé, and so much more. It's just a, it's a super fun romp where you can clearly hear how much I adore Janixa because I'm screaming a ton more so than usual, for whatever reason, I'm speaking an octave higher than usual, and uh, yeah, I'm just, uh, and I'm saying, oh my god, a whole bunch, so, uh, you know, it is what it is, I don't regret a goddamn thing, I had a wonderful time, it was such a beautiful experience, even handsome young producer Aristotle had more fun than usual with Janixa in the studio, so that's, that's saying something, that, uh, that's a true highlight, every time Aristotle smiles, an angel gets their wings, Anyway, for more Janixa, follow her on Instagram at Janixa and or uh, Lemon Motion Picture. All right? You got that? Let me let me just say this one more time. For more Janixa Bravo, follow her on Instagram at Janixa, which is spelled just in case you need a little help. All right? Sometimes boneheads have problems with her name, so I'm going to fucking spell it out for you. J-A-N-I-C-Z-A. And you should also follow her movie on Instagram at Lemon Motion Picture. Anyway, I also want to say if you like this podcast, if you like the Love Alexi podcast, subscribe on iTunes, rate the show, leave a comment. I mean it. I've said it before. I'll say it again. It really does help me grow the show. And uh, hey, if you want to be friends with me on social media, I think that's great. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Alexi Wasser. And, uh, and Love Alexi is a listener-supported show, so if you want to make a donation, feel free via Venmo at Alexi Wasser, and I'll give you an uber-warm thank-you shout-out the following week, which reminds me, I have to say thank you. Thank you so much to Crystal Cantu, Kevin Dale, and 
Stephen Kelly for your generous donations this week. Thank you so much. You have no idea. That is the best email alert a person can possibly get. A Venmo notification. My God, you guys. And for liking and enjoying my podcast, you're too much. Thank you again. Um, And I also want to say thank you to all the girls who came out to Girls Night In this past Saturday, July 29th. It was super crazy magical, uh, beyond special. I had a blast. All the girls who came, I just want to say you guys are the coolest, kindest girls ever. Thank you to Earth Altar Studio in Eagle Rock for hosting us. Um, Earth Altar Studio is an all-female run tattoo and piercing studio and it's just so cute in there. And some of the girls even got piercings. Uh, they got their ears pierced, noses pierced. It was wild. And, uh, you know, and then Earth Altar Studio has this really lovely patio in the back with, like, fairy lights. And I don't know. It's just, I've said it before. I'll say it again. It was magical, okay? So sue me. I'm just, uh, you know, I'm oozing with emotion over here. Anyway, it was lovely. It was perfect. I'm only now getting over my hangover from the night because, you know, I, there's a lot of rosé. Uh, a lot of laughing, people sharing their stories, connecting. Uh, you know, I gave out uh, stem cell face masks to all the girls uh, by this. They're created by this doctor named Dr. Halland, and uh, I don't think they're not from baby's spine stem, stem cell. It's not, nothing like it's nothing demented. Okay, I think I think it, like stem cell. It's like synthesized or from like baby coconuts. Okay, so everybody, calm the fuck down. They are incredible. I use them. Stem cell face masks everything's gonna be fine. Anyway, and hopefully uh, all the girls who came out felt seen and heard and less alone. So, uh, you know, here's to the next one on Saturday, August 26th. I'll see you there. Anyway, all that aside, I'm going to shut the fuck up so you can enjoy my conversation with the incredibly talented and hilarious writer, director, badass, Janixa Bravo. Now entering Nerdist.com. Janixa has arrived. Oh my god. Yes. I'm posting as quickly as possible. How are you doing? <laughs> Hello. Oh, hi. Oh my god. Mm. So good to see you. So good to see you too. Hi. Is this Aristotle, who's hi. the producer. What a good name. How cute is he too? Isn't he great? So handsome. We objectify him if we can. Only a little. Um, you're there if you want. I can be here. You can be here. Or should I be out there? I want you here. Okay, cool. I okay, need you cool. here. Okay, cool. And then go okay. out there. Okay, okay, great. Oh, my God. We're Hi. Re- a lot we're recording, too. Oh, we're already, fantastic. Oh, my God. You're like, already recording? We're already recording. Oh, my God. A lot I need, of to, energy. I need to turn this off. Turn airplane that. mode. Okay, wait. Me, too. I'm not at a meter. You're not? Oh, you're not? No. Oh, we're going to flourish. Aristotle, can you handle it? <laughs> he doesn't care. Okay. <laughs> and here we go. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Hi. I, I, hello. Thank you for doing this. Oh my gosh, thank you for having me. Um, oh, we're so official. How cool is this? Hello. How many podcasts have you done? This is my... Ugh, I hate that you've already done one. How many? I think second or third. Okay, that's fine. Who else did you do? I did uh, I did Sam Fragosos. Oh. Fragosos. Ooh. Um, and then something before that I literally have no memory of. Yeah, because it was that bad. No, I just, I just have no memory of this. Free Chris Hardwick water. Oh my from god! From Nerdist. This oh is my a, god. We're not fucking around here. Yeah. Should I? 
resell this? I think maybe on eBay or like uh, whatever, <laughs> Depop. I don't know. Whatever maybe you want to do an Instagram sale, like oh, post it in the stories. People do see, that. Yeah. yeah. And then you can get bids or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you yeah. have this. This is great. You guys can't see because it's an auditory experience. But mm. what is it? You've got a, a glass, a, a mug. It's, it's a mug with my coffee that I made at home. It's fashionable. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, great. Yeah. 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 It's only the beginning. Thank you. Of the best <laughs> podcast we've ever done in our goddamn life. <laughs> <laughs> I've taken two beta blockers because it, I feel like I've tried so hard to get you in here that I felt like I went through like emotional like, excuse me, I just swallowed and you're better than that. I didn't want the <laughs> listeners and you, I didn't want them to hear that. But um, yeah, I, I was like, oh my God, I don't want to force her to do my podcast. Not that I could force you to do anything, but I know that, <laughs> I know that like you were going to do it a few times. And then I was like, take the hint. She doesn't want to do the podcast. No. Leave her alone. And then I was like... I'm going in again. I'm going to ask her one more time. And it totally worked. And it totally worked because I just adore you. casual. Yeah. Casual, easy. Just casual. Here yeah. we are. Here we are. Wait, I'm trying to remember what the other podcast was. Oh, well, there's Talk Easy, which is Sam's. That's what, yes. What was that one like? Because he's so, like, official and he's, like, oh, it was very, and I'm more like, oh, we're all over the place. Here we are. <laughs> and it, like, was really, it was very good, very yeah. focused. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I have to say, I, I, I don't, I'm, I won't listen to this. Good. Because I don't want to hear my voice. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't want that. Oh, okay. No, no interest in that. Okay. So I can't say because I've listened to it again, but from the experience, I thought um, it was a, it was very nicely structured and yeah. there was like a good arc, clear mm. beginning, middle, mm. and end. Not today, baby. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, not going to happen. But yeah, he's like, he's great. He's yeah, he's like, great. Big fan. Yeah. Well, how'd you meet him? Like, we met um, right before Sundance, actually, last year. Like, yeah. at the end of last year, we met. I'm so hot. Oh, take it off. I'm I'm like, my <laughs> I'm like, body is, I run hot. You do? I run hot sometimes. Like, yeah. But, like, in my, like, pri- in my nethers. In your nethers? Yeah, nethers. You're pro- <laughs> what? What's going on here? Did you say, did you tell Sam Fragasco, whatever his name is? Fragasco this? What's his last name? <laughs> what is his last name? I feel like it's, it's an exclusive. Um, it's an exclusive. Fragoso. Fragoso. Yeah. I'm not doing the accent. Like, I can't do it. I won't do it. Um, but uh, it's the level XC exclusive. Um, yeah. yeah, no, I, I, uh, no, I did not, I did not tell him that I run yeah. hot. So this Good. is, this is just for Exclu- you. It's just for you that I run hot. Um, at this time of year, when it's yeah. cold, I run cold. It's just or- at this time of year, it's like a private parts are just like on what? fire. Oh my God. Yeah, it's it's like just- four hours later, we're still talking about this. Yeah. It's like, wow, I really thought we would have gotten to lemon. I thought we were going to talk about your love no. story, like all the stuff. No, but, no, um, no, no, no. Just heat. Just heat, heat. emanating I'm from a, your body. Yeah, I'm a sexual vessel, I yeah, guess. I know. I can yeah. tell your Insta stories are getting more sexual lately. You think kinda. so? I think a little and I'm like loving it and uh, I don't know. Are you uncomfortable? Not at all. Okay, uncomfortable. Good. No, I'm like... Wait, you want what, more. What have they been? Where well, yeah, you're just like, is he too young for me? Or you're just <laughs> yeah. like, oh, because here, like, just to give a little backstory to the listeners. So I have a relationship with Janix's Insta stories where I'm like, I feel like I know, I just like track your life. I'm paying, like we all do, I think. But I just feel so invested because you're my favorite and you pop up. And then like, I, you know, when you're visiting your family and you guys are playing some game where something's like sticking to a thing. <laughs> about that. And then there's one day you're like, this. I just sound like a fucking weird stalker, but I'm not going to stop. But uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. The sexuality began a couple weeks ago. You're looking for me, watching your Insta stories. You're opening a book. There's some nudes. Oh, and then yeah, you the, made the grunt sounds. And I was like, she's going to do it again. Oh, oh, there she goes. And you're like, ooh. <laughs> the mm-hmm. book of, um, it's the it's the picture book of sexual love, yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, I have this thing where if I find a vintage book, 
and um, and it's like a pretty good price. I will buy multiples of them because when it's someone's birthday, then I'm like, I'll just give yeah. them this. Yeah. And so I found this great like 70s copy of this book that I think is called The Picture Book of Sexual Love. Yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, the look in your eye when you say yeah. it. I'm like, relax, okay? <laughs> well, <laughs> I feel like I need to sell it to I, you. I'm sold. I'm <laughs> <laughs> your number one fan who's like, oh my God, I hope she doesn't know I'm stalking her. Oh, no, God. no, no. I want to be stalked by you. Okay, good. Yeah. Well, done. It's a good face to stalk. Oh. Yours or mine, both. No, your I think. face oh. is a good face for. I mean, thanks. I've had some energies that don't have good faces. So. Really? I mean, haven't we all? Sam, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Oh, just that's to, rude. That's I rude. Know, I know. Oh my god, <laughs> Sam's probably listening. Sam, I didn't mean it. I is, adore this you. This isn't live, is it? No. Oh, okay. It's just got an energy that's al- yeah, it's so yeah. alive. You we're, think it's live? <laughs> we're alive. We're oh, alive. We're alive. Oh, um. Oh, I'm just interested in Sam, like, not being a film critic anymore. That's what I'm interested in. I think you should have him on and talk to him about that. I would that. like to. No, no. I talk, yeah, I've talked to him about it. He's going to be on the podcast. Great. We're going to talk about all of it. I would say all this to his face. I hope he's listening right now. I'm sure he isn't, which is rude. But anyway, uh, to combat my rudeness. But, oh, where are we? Well, you can't remember the other podcast you're on. I really can't, but I do recall a photo being taken at Earwolf. Oh. Like I remember a picture, yeah, with like a wall of shoes, maybe. Wow, I well. remember the photo, but not the experience. Yeah, it's from well, a few years ago. Who cares about that? I mean, Leave I'm, that in the past. I'm not really like in. I mean, not, not that I think your podcast is not like only for comedians, but most of like the world of podcasts that I'm familiar with is yeah. very comedy centric, yeah. and I am not in comedy. I'm sort of like comedy by proxy, so um, it's not. I don't, no one wants to invite me, I guess. That's but not it's true. Fine. I don't need it. You don't need I it. Not me. Yeah. And you did this one, and then you never have to do another one ever again. This is it? Um, oh, thank God. I mean, it's, you know, I think. Okay. I think you've reached the <laughs> pinnacle, but um, I have like copious notes. Okay, great. Taken two propranolols. Okay. Way too excited. Way too like, oh my God, I love her, but I don't want her to know. I'm my own person too. Like, I'm like, uh, you know, don't give her all my power. And I'm like, just be cool. Be cool. You're also cool. Like, see, oh. But, um, oh. Well, I want to talk about lemon. Let's okay. just get, and then I want to get into your whole life story. This is basically Great. like a love letter to you. Oh. <laughs> it is. I want to like, you know, we don't have that much. You have like, a, do you have an out? Do you have a time you want me to get I you out of here? Probably like a two. a two. Oh yeah, you're out here by two. Two. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. Okay. Right? Good. That's great. Great. I got ninety for you. Oh God! Ew. <laughs> <laughs> <You're a stable. laughs> Nothing. Okay. <laughs> Aristotle is very handsome. How handsome is Aristotle? He's so hot. Oh, actually. How old are you again? I ask you every week. 25. 25. Maybe too old for us now. Too old for us. I know. I like, <laughs> We're more like a 19 to 22. I mean, really our I, I was getting DMs about that really cute baby he babe. He was so hot, but How he was hot? a baby babe. He's, he's like 19 years old, and then other people were like, you're too old for him. And I was like, was I really coming on that strong? I don't think I was like going after him in I my post. I don't think you were coming on strong. And also, look, if old guys can go young girls, yeah. why can't like relatively not that old girls yeah. but young guys. <laughs> I mean, yeah, leave us alone. Jesus. Hey, I'm allowed. I know. It's well, like, you're not going to bite too hard. Not too hard. <laughs> oh, God. He's been with his girlfriend for seven years? Seven years since you were 18? What? Wait, God, you did that math so fast. Wait, where are you from? Okay. I was like, America. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, I just, that's so un- that's so um, old-timey. I want to move this so I can see your face. Oh, yeah, please. Um, Look at so that then face. I get both yeah. of you guys. I mean, it's like, we're in a, this is like a. We're having a threesome. Yeah, we're in Aristotle's a Aristotle's first threesome. Not ours, though, right? 
Mm. I mean, together. together. None of our business. <laughs> By the way, if I ask you anything just and you don't answer, just tell me to fuck off or, or something more gentle. I'll just uh, lower my head. Just lower, like how? Do it. That's what you're going to do? Like an animatronic fucking... Yeah. All right. Okay. I would, I would expect something more dynamic, but you know, whatever. So how's it going? Seven years? Seven years. Eight? So wait, you met senior year of high school? And wait, oh wow, wow! Did you go to the same college? Whose podcast is this? I'm Just sorry. Kidding. I <laughs> answer the question, Aristotle. No, why? Eight years—that's crazy. Twenty. Oh my god. Yeah, that's so old-fashioned. Way to go, you guys. Way to go, you guys. Um, but you've been with Brett for. Almost nine years. Almost nine years, and you're like seven no, years. No, but we but, met oh, at, like when you're twenty eight, twenty nine. Yeah, oh is my. that the right math? I think so. I'm thirty six. I'm thirty six also. So yeah, something like that. Yeah, I want to get to that because he was like the other night. He was talking about your story, but your love story, and it was the funniest thing. It just sounded like <laughs> he was like so relentless to love you, and you're like. Oh he came God. on pretty hard. He did. Yeah, he came on a little strong. Oh my God! I think I'm used to, and I don't know if you would say this of yourself, but I and I find there there are other girlfriends that I have this kind of in common with that you tend to be attracted to people that are sort of repelled by you, yeah. or you're attracted to people who don't want you. Yeah, I like uh, like indie, like junkie addict. Oh, you musician like a junkie long. addict. Well, I used to, or whatever. I used to like. <laughs> I just like addicts. Like I, you know, I don't know. I usually tend to like. Just like where I'm like really have to pull them out of themselves. Yeah, people who are not available. Yeah. Who are a little bit distant. Yeah, or it's like drawn. long distance. Yeah. And then I'm like, I'm coming at you. And then they come out of their show more because I draw them out. And then I can be quiet with them. But it feels like I'm constantly tugging. Mm-hmm. So it's like this. But when somebody just loves me, I'm sometimes I'm like, I'm so. Yeah, I was sort of disgusted by how much yes. she loved me. Yes. I was like confused by it. Yeah. Um, because I'd only been used to the opposite. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, it was just confusing. Yeah. Also, to be like 27, 28 and have someone like dig their claws into your flesh. Oh my um, God. Yeah. Is uh, startling. I mean, oh but after God. having been together for so long, I really like, if we were to ever separate, it would be very hard for me to. My. My, uh, what is it called? I'm forgetting the word. My standards are so... Oh, to be treated a certain way? Yeah, the sta- my standards are so high now. Yeah. Like need- the, the level of which I need someone to be in my corner, to be yeah. on my side... Oh, my God. Uh, ...has really flipped, where before it seemed very natural for people to not be on your side and be like, I love them. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, so... Yeah, it would just be, it would be very hard to find, to sort of replicate that uh, again for yeah. me because, um, yeah, the bar is just very high now. Yeah. Well, God, I want to talk about that in depth. <laughs> I don't know where to go with all this stuff. Well, how did you know, I'm just going to stay here for a moment. Stay here for a moment. How did you, how did you know he was your guy? Like, how did you go from being like repulsed? Like, can you give me the mini story of like, because he, because Brett was. He gave you like a two hour. And I loved it because I was like, it's amazing. And how like, you know, you were like, I need a little space. Like, a, yeah, he, you were like, I need a little space. And he was like, you know what? To one of his friends, he's like, you know what? I think I'm just going to go over there anyway. And he shows up <laughs> and you're not home and your roommate's there. And he calls you and you're like, yeah, I guess you can come over. And then he gets there. You're not home. Maybe I'm totally wrong. This is like I'm retelling what I heard Brett say, I think. He gets to your place. 
We're podcasting. Oh my god, these people are just not respecting us. <laughs> Coming up and down the stairs. What is what this? Because we're place women. Of business. It's a place of business, and we're white podcast. But it's uh, also we're racially diverse in here, so yeah. they probably have a hard time with that. They can't handle it. Yeah, they're, they're like, like, what's going nope. on? It's not comfortable. No, nope, there's no white men in the room. Oh no, Aristotle, <laughs> do something. Oh, god, I'm not here to protect us, which goes what's against your everything. Last name Aristotle. Oh, who cares? Wait, what is it? Acevedo. Say it. Acevedo. Where's your family from? Mexico. Mexico. Okay, cool. Great. Oh, God. Do you speak Spanish? He no. doesn't. He doesn't. No, no, es español. Por Dios. I'm the shame of a nation. <gasps> the shame of a nation. Wow, this is the cutest. <laughs> oh, my God. I just fell in love with their soul even more. I'm sorry. I don't mean to shame you. You're from Panama, right? Your family's from Panama? Yeah, land of bananas. Land of bananas? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like so many things I don't know that I kind of know now. <laughs> oh my god! Back to your love story. Okay. okay. Yes. Oh wait. Okay. So he show. This is what I remember, which I thought was so funny. He shows up at. He calls you. He's like, I kind of just want to see you anyway, even though you wanted space. And you're like, okay, I'm not home, but I'll be home in a bit. Comes over, lets himself in. I know it's your story that I'm telling you, mm-hmm. but it's I gotta reload this for myself. But uh, <laughs> comes uh, roommate, lets him in, sits him down on the couch. She goes into the other room calls you and says, well, next time, just just say no. You just have to start, you have to be able to find it in yourself to say no if you don't want to, or whatever. And he's just like out there waiting for you. And like, he's sitting in my bedroom and my roommate, who doesn't know he's there either, is having a conversation with me on the phone. And so he can just hear her side, which is like, just tell him no. He's too much. He's got to go. Oh my God. He's got to go. Just say no to him. And then then when I get home, her and I are sort of still continuing the conversation just a little bit. And yeah. then I go into my room and realize he's there. And I'm like, wait, what? Did he climb in through a window? Wait, how the hell did he get he in there? He had a key to my place. What? Why he did he have a key to your place? I can't remember why I gave him a key to my place, okay. but he had one. Wait, how did you meet? How did this unfold? We met Hit on it. a commercial. Yeah. Uh, John Watts, director of Spider-Man. Oh, my uh, God. Directed this commercial that was for the New York State Lotto. Yeah. And Brett used to play this character who's kind of like a Jewish minstrel um, that's called A Little Bit of Luck. And um, I mean, totally like racist. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's like, like it. money, money, Jew. I mean, it's like horrible. Like, it was not okay. Oh, my God. So but you were like, like, it's a job. We'll be there. <laughs> hey, I mean, I just, I needed the money. Yeah, I was like, I feel my it. name's not, this is in my face. Yeah. And I'm like, you can't tell that I worked on this. Yeah. Um, so John was directing mm-hmm. it. I was styling because I used to be a stylist. And uh, and Brett was starring in it. And so we met there. How many years ago? Nine years ago. Nine years um, ago. And, and so we met on this job. And I remember our first conversation was him asking, how do you know if you're having a heart attack? And I was like, uh, I'm literally in the, mis- in the middle of dressing people. Like, I can't I can't engage. Yeah. <laughs> was he trying to be funny or was he nervous no, to shoot? No, he was, like, actually, this was before <laughs> shooting. This was during the fitting. Oh and God. he, like, kept grabbing his arm and was like, I think I'm having a heart attack. And Was he on drugs? No, but his brain is um, is really intense. Yeah. Uh, and he can, like, will himself into really aggressive thoughts. Yeah. So, that's good. He, yeah, it's great. <laughs> Fantastic. Really healthy. That makes uh, safe. Strong, healthy. Um, good for self. Totally. Um, really, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he uh, he thought he was having a heart attack, and then um, I was like, oh, you should go to the doctor. And that mm-hmm. that's really, like, my clearest memory of our first interaction. And then this shoot, it was pretty long. It was, like, a 10-day shoot, and at the end of it, he, on the last day, like, while I'm wrapping up, asked me to go on a date with him. 
that night and the date was to go see him do comedy which oh, I was gross. like this is so gross yeah yeah <laughs> I'm already like I don't know I'm out I'm weird about comedians too I feel like I dated enough a long time ago and I was like young and didn't so I'm so, I got so scared of them I get so scared of them and I wouldn't yeah, to go see one perform, but that's sweet. He's wanting to include you in his life. Yeah, he like right away, right, uh, right away. Right after like, you saw him shoot the commercial. Yeah, <laughs> he was like, "Hey, you saw me in yeah. this. Come and see me perform You're more. Love me in this. Yeah. <laughs> you, if you love me in that, you'll love me in this. Totally. <laughs> so you said no, or you went? No, you... I said yes. It was so uncomfortable. There were so many people around, what? and I felt weird saying no. Yeah. And that's so unlike the idea of you that I get from your Insta stories. But this is ten years later. This is yeah. Nine exactly. years later where people were figuring it out, learning yeah. how to say no. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. went. Okay. Yeah. So I said yes and I didn't want to. And uh and we went out to dinner right before and I remember him telling me this story about like his childhood therapist dying of like cerebral meningitis. And I was like, this person's a lot. Wow. Um and it was like this really detailed story about childhood therapist then then dying and um I think he says I said really intense things but I don't remember and of course (laughs) I conveniently was like I was like oh my god perfect yeah (laughs) I was so great (laughs) and my clothing was fantastic Uh, (laughs) um and uh and then yeah so that was our that was the first time we really that was our first date yeah and um and here we are wait a minute (laughs) wait did you did you kiss at the end of the thing did you like the comedy what what i slept through it you did not i did and i after pretended like i didn't and then many years later he told me that he saw that i was that he knew i was sleeping through it but what kept you like how did how did you end up (laughs) marrying each other like how are you like this is my guy when was the turning point where you're like i love him I think it was a few months into dating, maybe like, yeah, four or five months into. I didn't know if he was my guy, but I knew that I loved him. Yeah. Um, oh, your guy. Yeah. yeah. And then, I don't know, maybe like at the, he just kind of like wore me down. Oh my God. <laughs> I mean, he just did. Well, yeah. And, and like, I don't mean that in a, <laughs> I think maybe that has, that feel like it has like a sort of negative connotation, but yeah. he just like was there and then and then when he wasn't there it felt really sad you know and I don't know exactly when that happened but it was in those first few months of being together the idea of not being able to see this person anymore like if I wasn't going to felt sad yeah um so yeah it just like but it just happened he just kind of like crawled under my skin oh my god um, and there he lay. He lay his eggs. He laid his eggs. <laughs> Not in a rapey way at all. Just a cool, no, healthy, like loving. A, like whatever like uh, animals like sort of crawl into your flesh and like yeah. nest. Just yeah, something like that. Cozy. <laughs> yeah. Cozy. <laughs> wow. And then you just, and you work so much together. You seem like you work really well together. Yeah, we do work pretty well together. Um, we wrote Lemon, which is coming out in a couple weeks. And... Um, and we have this TV show that we've been working on together. Um, well, I feel like I shouldn't talk about it. Don't talk about I it. I don't know. It's yeah. It's it, we sold it somewhere and it, it's in development. Good. That was a test. I was like, I, should, I hope she doesn't talk about it. And then you didn't. And I'm <laughs> and like, I was like, yeah, I'm yeah, perfect. <laughs> and then your head nodded downward, yeah, like you said you yeah, would do. Yeah. Um, well, okay. So tell me all about lemon because that's the most important thing right now. Because that's that co- the most important. It thing is right now, in like, life. I don't um, even think like where we are politically. Exactly. Matters. Fuck that bullshit. <laughs> Tell me about lemon. Tell me about because uh, it took five years to make. It right? took five years was, to make, and, um, and what is the story about? And how did it come together? Everything. Lemon Hit, go. is okay. Go. Mm-hmm. Um, lemon is a dark comedy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's written by uh, Janixa Bravo and Brett Gelman. But it's not like you've never said it before, though. Like tell it. Like just kidding. <laughs> 
Tell me the story and like, you know, it's exclusive to Alexi. Redo. Okay. No, okay. Um, no, no, you're so, great. Uh, I'm just fucking with you. Keep going. This is great. So Lemon is, um, it's this movie that Brett and I wrote five years ago. Uh, the first draft of it we wrote five years ago. And we got to make it last year. It's a, it's a stressful comedy. Okay. Um, I feel like that is the most like astute way of describing it. For a while I was saying it was a dark comedy. I said it was a sour comedy. And I feel like stressful comedy is the sort of, most apt way it's like sometimes a good time and sometimes a lot of a bad time yeah um it is the story of a man who gets left by his girlfriend of 10 years and he watches his life unravel and the piece navigates his career his family and his love life he's a commercial actor he wants to be he he like that's how he sees himself but he is really a teacher he teaches acting um and yeah, and it's sort of like um, one of the seeds of the piece was when we wrote it. We wrote it at South by five years ago. Oh wow! And um, were you there with a the short film you had done? Yeah, I was there with my first short film. Which one is that? It's called Eat. Okay. Uh, and it stars Brett and uh, Catherine Waterston. And so I was at South by with this film, and I was at a party, and I met these women who were fantastic. I've been dancing with them like all night and talking with them all night, and they really love the short. And they were like, "Do you have a feature?" And I lied and said that I did. Oh, amazing! And That's <laughs> what you gotta do, right? Well, and so like, and so to explain my lying, my best friend, um, who is wonderful, he's a filmmaker, Brian Savelson, was like, "You have to." Uh, he's like, "Just say yes to everything. Like, don't be like your normal self. Like, just say yes." And What's I was your like, normal self? My normal self then was someone that would like open by like putting myself down. You oh know? my god! Um, yeah, which you know, but that's also like in my sense of humor. So um, it's not like because I'm sad. Um, yeah. Maybe a little bit. But <laughs> yeah. but it's also just like a part of like my, that that's just my energy. So uh, I, they asked if I had a feature. I said yes, I didn't. Um, and when they were walking away from me, we're sort of like parting ways at the end. Uh, they handed me a business card and uh, and it was like, from Sundance and I was like oh and they said you know we're still considering we still have a couple spots for our our summer lab oh um, we'd love to read your script and I was like this is directing lab or writer's lab writing lab yeah. and I was like oh okay and I was like how much time do I how I was like what's the what's like the window on like how much time I have and they're yeah. like I mean as soon as tomorrow and I was like and then like the most amount of time would be oh. what and they said um, I don't know like five days and I was oh. like okay cool so I walk away from them and I was like Brett I lied to these women they work at Sundance our relationship is ruined there I mean it would have been fine but I was like so we have to write this movie in five days, in five days oh, so that I can give it to them yeah. and, um, and I'd <laughs> never written longer like the eat which was the first thing I had written was uh, 17 pages so I was like need help with getting past 17 yeah. and uh, and so we've been sort of like we've been brewing on something for a few months anyways like after having worked on eat together which was so such a great experience um, and and what I the thing that I wanted to do was I had found there seemed there was like this trend in comedy of like a late 30 something early 40s like white guy who is ultimately kind of a failure but there's just like something about him and everything seems to work out for him you know he has like a great partner who says very little he has a great group of friends who are I'm not sure why they're friends at all because they don't really make sense together (laughs) and like no one's even there for each other and then he's got like a solid family and also lives in like this really nice place that you're like I'm not sure what your job is or how you got this or like what's happening right so there's like this 
and there's a lot of these movies that are like kind of take place in this space and that's not a look people should write the thing they know they should write the things they feel but I found there was like a lot of this kind of work and when I watched that work there was no me I wasn't there um not only like my sensibility but just even people that looked like me and so I wanted to um kind of uh like lemon is essentially our and my play at this space of like no one's inviting me to play in the space so here's my like comedy about a white guy who's in his late 30s who's failing and it ends up being a commentary on mediocrity and privilege but is also very funny so yeah that's lemon that's lemon who else is in it michael sarah michael sarah's in it gillian jacobs judy greer this is not the order of importance it's just the names that are coming to me you hear that you guys <laughs> you hear that yeah nia, nia long is in it marla gibbs jeff garland megan mullally john daly fred melamed rio perlman there's more there's more. I'm sure I'm forgetting someone of great import. I can't remember them now. But Martin Starr. Martin Starr's in it? Yeah. Um, oh, Shiri Appleby. How could I forget her? Oh, she's, she's great. She's so genius. Yeah. Um, I think that's it. Yeah. And uh, when can we see it? In, the future, in Los Angeles, it plays at Next Fest at it the Ace. Yes. August 11th. Friday, August 11th. And, um, then, and then when can we... It comes out a week later, August 18th. Yeah. It'll be um, on demand and it's playing in LA. And then the week after that... It comes out in New York yeah. on August 25th. Oh, my God. Wait. So, wait. You wrote the initial script yeah. in five days, took yeah. it to the labs? We No. We submitted it, and yeah. we felt so good. We were like, oh, my God. We, we fucking did, did it. it. Yes. Like, look at us. Our juicy movie. <laughs> there it is. And we sent it off. We felt so good. And I remember we were – we sent it, I think, like on a Friday. Yeah. And – or Thursday or Friday, and now we're back in L.A. We're hiking our dog. Janet. That's Janet, in case you guys don't know. Local celebrity Janet. Totally. And so we're walking Janet, and it was like, it's that moment in Annie Hall when uh, they both decide they should break up, like on the on the plane, yeah. like where they just, Dead like shark. both of their guts kind of turn to each other. So we had this sort of like moment where we're walking, we're talking, and then we both stopped speaking, and we looked at each other, and we were like, it's horrible. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> We were like, oh, it's like straight trash. Ah! Ah! Oh my God, I can totally picture that. Just your faces fall. You're so proud of yourself. And you're like, oh. It was like 48 hours later. And it was just like, and immediately like, I mean, our like my heart was racing and we were like, we've got to get ah! on right in again. Ah! Oh my God, it's amazing. So like I, I, uh, on my Blackberry, I had a Blackberry at this point. Very cool. <laughs> I like immediately take it out and I write them and I'm like, um, you know what? I just like rethought it a little bit and I just love to change a bit of the, and they're like, we're actually halfway through it. And I was like, fuck. Oh, um, oh God. anyways, we did not get in, um, to the lab, yeah. but the, the best thing that came out of that was that we, we had this really aggressive deadline that forced us to like kind of incubate ourselves and write this thing. And even though it was literally horrible, it then existed. You know, there was something tangible. To and work there with, yeah. Something for us to, like, revisit and carve from. And and the structure is still the same. Like, the structure that we came up with then is the structure that is the film now. Um, but it's significantly more refined. How many drafts <laughs> did you guys do? Um, Gosh, I don't really know. I mean, we... Uh, we worked on it the whole time, those five years, wow. you know, there yeah. were, there were moments where we worked on it more and there were, I mean, there were chunks of time of not thinking about it sort of, but like, you know, 
there'd be a line that would stay with me and I'm like, oh, I should, you know, we should work on this. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, it was also once we started to cast it, like we cast it pretty quickly. So, oh, really? Yeah. I mean, we wrote it five years ago and then we spent a ye- maybe like nine months working on it. And the first person we sent it to was Michael Sarah. And, and did he, you know him at all? I did. I met him at South by actually. Oh, okay. I met him at that festival. Yeah. And um and Michael read it that day, responded mm. that day, and was like, "Great, let's do it. When are we doing Wait, it?" Wait, the same draft that you sent to Sundance? No, no, no. This is nine months in, so nine, it's oh, like got it, got it. significantly okay. better. Okay. <laughs> um, I mean, still needed work, but like much better. Yeah. And so he read it like the same day it was sent to him. Brett actually sent it to him. Not I. Did, I would not have because I felt like it still needed more work. And I remember getting home from, I don't know what job I'm working on, but it was something that Don was directing. And I walk in and Brett's like, okay, you're going to be mad at me, but you're also going to be really happy. And he's like, I sent Michael the script and I immediately like, you know, like steam coming out of my head. Like, And he's like, wait, nobody said yes. And I couldn't believe it. I was like, when did you send it to him? He's like, at nine o'clock in the morning and at 8 p.m. He said yes. And I was like, oh my God. And it completely, like it. You know, we wrote our agents like that night and they were like, great, okay, so we should start putting this movie together. Yeah. Um, and so we just started working on it and uh, within a few months we were going to be shooting it that summer and one of our actors who's not in the film now, so I will not mention who they are, <laughs> um, yeah. ended up uh, dropping out in, like on the first day of uh, production. No. And, oh my uh, God. Because of a scheduling conflict That's and they stressful. needed to push it and we have a pretty big ensemble, so once like it's just a very hard schedule it's a hard thing to work with Mm -hmm. when you have 15 actors who are all working actors and there's like this sort of big puzzle of how to make things fit and work yeah so um yeah it kind of fell apart and it was like the biggest it was a really big heartbreak it was like being left you know and it was incredibly confusing and really painful and I didn't know this had ever happened to anyone of course right after it happened so many of my friends were like oh yeah yeah oh that these you know these false starts and stops or people pulling out at the last minute and it was this incredibly normal thing that had happened to many people which no one had told me about while it was happening which I guess is good they hadn't um but it the the thing I will say is that as painful as that was the five years that it took to make the movie, I do believe, is the exact amount of time that it needed to take for it to exist. Yeah. And exist in the way that it does. And that is, it's, it is not, it's not perfect. Um, but every, like, every rejection and every validation that happened in those five years is an amalgamation of why the thing is that it is. You know, like, why, why it smells the way that it does, why it feels the way that it does. Yeah. So I... If I'd made it three years before, it just wouldn't be what that is. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, completely. Yeah, it's interesting because, like, not to make it about me, this is a love letter to you, but <laughs> I... But a little bit of a love letter to you like, we're as well. It's a conversation, yeah. but uh, years ago, I sold a show. It's, I sold it to Showtime. It didn't get made. I retooled it, whatever. They sold let it, like, you have it back. They let me have it back. We went out, this is like, probably, like, seven years ago. I don't know. Seven years ago, and then it... I sold it a few times, maybe six times. It never got made. I think the first time it didn't get made, I remember when I, okay, before I got the rejection, I was told it wasn't going to get made after doing so many notes and they had already turned into something that it wasn't even originally supposed to be anyway. It was just like, I remember all these people were like, oh, it's never going to get made. And I just thought, that's so mean. Why are they being so mean? But they were People totally said right. That to you. Yeah, they were like, well, just these Friends? mean, uh, well, okay. just mean misogynist guys who are just happy to 
pretend they're my friend and then just be like, it's never going to, I don't know. It's just, but I was so naive. I feel like those ex- people should not be in your life. They are not in my okay, life good. anymore. <laughs> this was a long time ago. This was a long time ago. Yeah. And then, uh, but I was, you know, I had that naive enthusiasm and, I, but I remember even looking back now, I had no, this was right when Lena Dunham's show, when girls was, you know, got made and I was like, so, I was like so angry and jealous. My thing didn't get made and all this stuff. And I, I went through that like moment and then I thought, looking back, I go, I wouldn't, I didn't know what I was doing. I don't even think I, I wasn't even capable as a human being. Like I didn't have like You actually were not prepared to have it. Not even, yeah, not even, emo- I mean, I'm sure people get thrown into things and they figure it out and that, that happens too. And I'm, I'm sure all the time and I've experienced that in my life where I didn't know what I was doing and you, you figure it out on the, on the fly and then you come out the other side and you go, oh wow, that made me stronger or whatever. But looking back, I go, it's, everything's exactly as it needs to be. I had, I just wasn't ready. Not emotionally, not like. Yeah, so I believe in that. You know, when you say the five years, you needed that time, and that's or that's how lemon is what it is today. And it's yeah, perfect. needed that gestation. Yeah, and and in that time, I made I got to make so many other things. Yeah, and and all of those things. You made nine made, nine short films, right? I made eight short films. Eight short films, and and all of those were you know I didn't go to film school. I went to theater school, so they were really good practice. They were sort of in a way like my film school. Yeah. And and um and I edited seven of those eight pieces. Oh my God. Six of those eight pieces actually. And uh so it was good practice of like this is how you put these things together yeah. and these are those uh, relationships and those dynamics and and uh yeah so it was it was just the right amount of time. What did you learn? My biggest lesson? Oh my yeah. god, there's so many. I've just off the top of your head, maybe <laughs> off you know. Off the top of my head, that you still I would go back say, to. Well, I would say this is really like a, a the the biggest takeaway is really who you invite to uh, collaborate with you, who you invite, uh, you know, to your seat at the table. Yeah, um, is really important I, I, for me, anyways. It helps to be in an environment where there is a great deal of support, mm. and I find. Um, you know, not everybody's there for the same reason. So if you are able to, if you have the time and the room to uh, find those people that are actually rooting for you, that yeah. you are also rooting for, it will, the work will just be, the work is just so much better. It's improved yeah. by that support. That's not to say, again, things can like fall apart because they just do sometimes, but so much of of the um, kind of like uh, the ecosystem of making, for me anyways, I find that like if there's any kind of acrimonious energy, I can oh be really affected by how I like flow or work in that space. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, who you invite to participate in yeah. your path, I think is really, uh, you should be very careful in that. Did you <laughs> have anything? Are you talking about like DPs or production designers and... I'm not going to go into specifics. No, I don't but want to. There's been but like there were there were they've been there have been bad vibes. For bad sure. vibes. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's fun. I'm putting together something right now, and I I told my producer I went. I can't have any. There are certain DPs I really love, but I I've met them before. Or I know they're, uh, I don't know the 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 energy that they have, and it it's just too uh, whatever. It's just too intense, or it's snarky, or it's me, or it's not the kindest. And I told my producer I went. I want somebody talented, but I have to have a vibe where it's just like everybody's kind. There's no weird snarkiness. There's no like, I don't know. And, and that's so important to me because I feel like it's, it seems like it would be a beautiful thing to make a first feature and then, and then be able to find your people and then use them again and again and again. Totally. I mean, I think, you know, yeah. you, you'll, 
you don't. I don't need to say who I didn't get on with. Because oh no, I don't. You'll like know to. when you look at who's working on my second film. <laughs> wow. I mean, I think. Yeah. I think we. I mean, but that's not just me. I think that's. Yeah. That you see that in other people. Like there are relationships that carry over. I mean, my composer is somebody I've been working with for fifteen years, and yeah. you know we will like die in a grave together, holding that's so each nice. other. Yeah. Um. And so it's clear that that is a dynamic that makes sense for me because, yeah. like, you know, she'll just always be there. Um. But but yeah, I feel I don't know. I've just I've just had experiences of like some aggressive energy of oh, God. Um, not so useful vibes. I think the thing is condescending. Is, that, is your woman at all ever? Does that ever happen? You know, I'm I'm sure that I, I don't really I have to if I'm being completely frank, I would I don't generally process things as like this oh. is happening because I'm a woman. Okay. I would find that being like of color would be the first thing that I would be my first thought. Okay. I see oh, myself wow. more as being like, not that I'm not a woman, No, no, but, but, but I process true. myself as black before I do as being a woman. Yeah. Because I think that when I experience ism, it generally is like in more of a prejudice space than oh, it man. is in a sexual space. Um, by, or a gender space, I should say. Yeah. So I find, I would say that the, the road to like making the first feature, what I found mostly, sure, probably being a woman had something to do with it, being black had something to do with it, but I think it's really the, it's the, like, you haven't done this before, yeah. and and I've done this before, and yeah. um, and so there's a need to educate. And I do, I would say that because there are not a great deal of filmmakers that look like me, um, that, like, inhabit my sort of, like, blackness and femaleness at the same time, and who are also working in comedy, um, it uh, there's a there's a lot to kind of prove of of uh, I do belong here I am supposed to be here yeah and there are people whose you know arms are sort of crossed wondering well are you oh wow and yeah. can you yeah uh, but I don't know I I maybe it is gender but that's not what I, I I rarely felt that a couple of times I maybe thought it's because of that I mostly felt it was yeah. race based for me yeah ay ay let's go to a joyous a more joyous vibe. We're done. <laughs> I got nothing left. <laughs> oh, God. Well, wait. Who is the DP on Lemon? Um, Jason McCormick. Jason McCormick. And has he worked on a bunch of your things? No, he, that your... was our first time working together, oh, actually. Wow. And, um, and he shot this film that is called Echo Park that is directed by... Amanda, oh my God, what's Amanda's last name? Mar- Marcellus, Marcellus, Marcellus. Be- she's an gr- incredible she's photographer. She's great, okay? <laughs> she's an incredible photographer. Uh, yeah. So he had shot her film and they had worked together and she would spoke very highly of him. Yeah. Um, and uh, the cinematographer I usually work with, uh, Christian Springer, uh, was working on another movie um, that is called Briggsby Bear. And oh, he so, did? Yeah, so he shot that, oh. um, which was shooting it around the same time. And so, do you know it, those those people? Everybody, Dave and Kyle, and that whole group. Of I people? don't, but I think we've been at the same parties together. Yeah, that's enough. <laughs> I, I've yeah. met Kyle a couple of times, but I wouldn't I wouldn't go as far as to say I know him. Yeah, you know, I don't think he'd spit in my face. Oh but. God, well that's nice. <laughs> that's nice. <laughs> but oh, at least yeah. I think most people wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> I hope not. Jeez, yikes. Um, that's another, and, uh, another podcast. Another podcast. Um, um okay. but yeah. So that was our first time working together. Yeah. And it was my first time working with the production designer. There were a lot of firsts for me oh, on wow. this. I mean, we shot in a very short period of time. We How many days? 18 days. 18 days. And um, and we had like three weeks of prep, a little shy of three weeks of prep. Like 
we got our budget July 2nd and our first day of shooting was July 21st. Are you fucking kidding me? July 2nd and you're, I mean, wait, and when was your first day of shooting? I'm like writing this down. July 21st. July 21st. Like you're writing it down? Look at all. I've got your no, journal. This is for my dear diary. It was a great day. I really think Janixa likes me and we fully connected. We text sometimes too. <laughs> We're on all the different platforms communicating all the time. <laughs> Oh, what a what a great entry! <laughs> I'm not even done yet, baby. <laughs> no, but it's just like I'm because I'm I'm taking this all very personally. It's very meaningful to me because you're super inspiring. You're so funny. I love everything that you make, and I'm getting ready to make a movie. And to hear like you got your budget July second, I have a breakdown, like a preliminary breakdown of my script. We're waiting on the budget. That's going to happen this week. And then we have a plan to go out for financing. And I'm just like, we're never going to make it. It's not going to happen. Oh, oh, my God. It's the bu-. And so I'm like internally like, you know, have all this panic that I don't really need to have. I just need to fucking relax or whatever. But a pan- the panic's also a part of it. It's excitement. You know, yeah. it's like I'd rather be like this because it matters, you know. And so when you tell me this, it's like that's exciting. And I do want to know. And for anybody listening, because I know a lot of people who are listening, if they're you know, they, they were filmmakers. Or this is very inspiring to them or they're in school and they're like, oh, my God, I want to do that, too. And how what was like the process you get your your budget july 2nd we get our we get our funding we get your funding funding. your funding it's our funding okay when did you have the budget done Oh, I oh, mean, probably, probably like well. years before. Oh, years? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, had, five years. Okay, yeah, got we had it. like a breakdown of like what got our budget it. was. We, oh. had, we had like five different tiers of how we could make our movie. It was like, this is the million dollar version. This is the $500,000 version. This is the three quarter of a million dollar version. This is the 1.5 version. I mean, can I even ask you what you chose? I know my business, I know it's a horrible well, question it's, to ask. It's not, my, it's not what I chose. <laughs> not what you chose. Okay. And I think, I think I'm not, a, I think it's gauche. Uh, yeah. Um, I will tell you when we're not recording. Yeah, totally. I always uh, ask the worst question. I'm like, so what you shoot on? How much was the budget? I, but I, I do think it's good to know that stuff. Just you the know? Va- yeah, because I'm yeah. I just I think I'm not supposed to say it. Don't say it because I think Another. Magnolia wouldn't like it. Magnolia, ever heard of them? <laughs> I think you have. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think our financiers wouldn't like it either. Oh, smart, smart, smart. Yeah, I just know for me, I'm gonna, I I talk to finance finance people, and they're like aim for the stars or, or no people who want to go out for financing. They're like try to get all this money and aim for the. And I'm I was just thinking I don't even want that responsibility. I don't, I've never made him. What? I mean, like a few shorts. I don't, that sounds terrifying. So I want, you know, so that's why I'm interested in. Yeah. Tell me later. But, I'll uh, tell you later. Um, Man, we got a little bit of a love story. Got a little t- bit of film story. Talking about Lemon. Let me look at my notes. Look at your notes. Look at all my notes. Oh, yeah. And then you do directed an episode of Divorce. Yes. In Atlanta. Yes. And how love. Did you love oh and love and love wait did you act in love also i did last year who did you play in love um a woman who was at a dinner party <laughs> i don't oh, remember my was character's it fulfill- name. you don't remember you don't remember a little too much janixa okay what um i i'm i'm in a relationship with a woman and I think we have a child. I honestly don't remember. Oh my god, this I'm is so not an actor. You, but you were in Be Here Nowish too, right? I was in that as well. Yeah. I will act if yeah. people ask me to. I bet you're a great actress. I did go to acting. I did you, go to school for acting. You went to NYU, right? I went to NYU. Have you heard of it? I've heard of it, and so is everybody in the world. <laughs> god damn it! Stop bragging. What an asshole! I'm just kidding. <laughs> JK, JK. I bet, I bet Sam Fergosco would never say that. Fergosco. Whatever his name is. Let him rot. Anyway, just kidding. Oh, I'm just taking a sip of coffee real quick. Um, 
Uh, yes, I went to NYU. Yeah. For theater. For theater. I went to Playwrights Horizons. That was the name of the studio. Okay. I studied directing and design. I went to school first for acting. I wanted to be an actor. Okay. And uh, I used to be... Well, okay, so... Um, little backstory, please. I ran track and field competitively. You did I did what? And um, and I was in training for the Junior Olympics, and I found out that I had to have spinal surgery. Okay, I first of all did not tell that correctly. Hold on one so- second. <laughs> Bearing the lead. What the fuck? I did so much research. What the? Okay. I guess I don't think a lot, that's not like I don't lead with that. I'm not like guys. Appar- I had spinal uh, surgery. I, I want to know. So I um. Are you wearing a bra right now? I am because my before I didn't have a bra on. Yeah, and I, I saw that Insta story. You're like reconsidering not wearing a bra. Or I generally don't wear bras. Yeah, and I think that I'm okay with it. But sometimes it's in. A, I just was like, I don't need my nipples in here. I wasn't sure how cold it was going to be, <laughs> and I did, it was like. Is she going to really want, like, a rock nipple? I wouldn't mind it. <laughs> I, have, I have a hickey on is my boob right now. Oh, you do? Oh, I'm my sorry. God. I'm, like, happened? lowering my... Vi- I'm run- My crotch is so hot. Cover your ears Aristotle and eyes. Aristotle doesn't know. And <laughs> Ar- does Aristotle want rock nipples? Aristotle? Do you want rock nipples? Chime in. For the love of God, say something. <laughs> Resembling anything. He's just anything. looking down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Wait, are those Rachel Comey or what are those? My those- shorts are Jesse Cam. Jesse Cam. Oh. Oh, did you cut them off and they used to be no, longer? No, no, no. That's, that's how... These are her shorts. Oh. Okay. Yeah. They're really good. Go back to spinal surgery. Spinal surgery. You're in high wearing school. wearing a brassiere. You're wearing a bra. It's also not like... It's oh, not wow. I right. see that. I can see your areola. Who am I? Howard Stern? What the fuck? What is this? <laughs> what is this vintage Howard Stern I'm, I'm doing? Yeah. I'm totally <laughs> wet right now. I didn't, I didn't see that, Janixa. Oh, but my God. Like, when you go into going. Howard Stern, it's don't, like... Don't tell me who I am or where I'm going. Um, but yeah, you're right. Okay. Oh, my God. I did listen to a Howard Stern interview where he interviewed Charlize Theron? Theron. Theron. Okay. That's She's not, South not, African, so I don't think that's how you say that. I don't think... And they had a whole moment where they talked about that, too, but I didn't About land. how wet she was? No, not about how wet she was, Janixa. <laughs> Power when I was like, I'm like, boom, boom, baby, baby. I don't know. <laughs> 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 oh my god. So, is this mostly just us laughing? I think that'd be great if it was. <laughs> the world needs that. Oh my god. Um, okay, let's get back to the spinal surgery. <laughs> just kidding. No, but I did listen to an episode where Howard Stern was interviewing Charlize Theron, whatever her last name is, and uh. I can't remember what the point of that story was. Wait, did he ask her about sex? No, but she's single. She talked about Rosé a lot. I forgot where I was going with all this. Is this recent? This is recent. She has a a son, right? She has an adopted black son. Adopted black son. Or do you want to have kids? Unclear. Unclear. (laughs) None of my business. But you're married. I am married. Married. Okay, we're putting a pin on the uh, the kids' combo for a second. But at least they're on, or whatever her last name is. She drinks rosé. Do you drink rosé? Yeah, I had some last night. You did? Yeah, it's the su- summer rosé. <laughs> I'm just like, but I feel like I'm having like a weird relationship with rosé because it's so fun. And to me, it's just like this fun pink water and I put ice cubes in it and like. That's very old lady. I know. Well, <laughs> yes, I was going to go, go, well, Lisa Vanderpump does that, yeah. but she's an old lady. Yeah. Do you watch Real Housewives? Never. I feel like you're better than that. And I was trying to be like, don't mm. talk about that. No, I've, next w- I've definitely watched like trash reality, but that. I just that that's a little unreal. It's so unrelatable to me. Like it's so at, like I I did Jersey Shore for like three seasons. You did? That's yeah, a commitment. I did. Yeah. I did um like for the love of Ray J. Oh, I, did I think like I did a, too. <laughs> Rock of Love. Rock I did of like love. A, I didn't do that. I'm trying to think what other trash reality I was really into. Do you watch The Bachelor or Bachelorette? I watched the first episode of this season, which yeah. is the first episode I've ever seen. Yeah, and um. 
I think when the guy is looking out at a backyard and he's like, my brother hung himself here, I was like, I'm out. What? I would have thought you were in. I would have thought you were in. Like, this is no, interesting. It okay. was just too much. I was like, I can't. But I'll, I'm going to chime in late. I, I'm curious who she ends up with. Like, yeah. There are a lot of fools. So yeah. I'm very curious. So I'll, I'll watch, like, I'll maybe watch now and then I'll watch again at the end because yeah. I am curious. What's this from? You have a scar on your chin. I was like, oh, that's also my birthmark. The scar, I scar. is... I have a scar, um, too. We're like scar sisters. Look, look at us. This friendship could be real, real. Should, should they touch? No. After. Maybe after <laughs> Maybe touch. after. When you told me your, uh, your budget, your financing, whatever. Then our scars can touch. Yeah. Um, I have a bunch. I, uh, I got the scar from biking home in Brooklyn from Fort Greene to Williamsburg. Uh, my friend Ariana. I had a bike, and I don't know why. Like... It was this time of like we're in our twenties, like we can't we can't like pay for trains or something. I don't know. So I was biking home, <laughs> and she was like bummed that she hadn't biked, like that I had not told her that I was on a bike, and she, she was like, "Well, I want to bike home too." Yeah. And I was like, oh. "Typical, typical." What's, so what's she her was name? Like, Ariana. Classic Ariana. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so Ariana, who's really hot, redhead, freckles. Um, she uh, she was like upset about not having a bike and felt like I don't know. I just remember she was super disappointed. And so I was like, well, I can bike us home. Terrible idea. Yeah. I'm biking. She's standing on the back and um, hit, a, hit a bump and she like falls on my head, chin, splits open. Oh, my God. And, um, and I was like, oh, I should just go home. And she convinced me to go to the... ER? Yeah, because she was like, I really, there's just like a hole in your face. Did anything happen bleeding. to her? A hole in your face? No, nothing bleeding. happened to her because oh. she fell on my head. Classic. Yeah. Typical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you guys still friends? Yeah, we're really good friends. And yeah. we'd always, at that time, we had this really intense dynamic where like we traveled together. We'd gone to Panama for a couple weeks and she's very sexy and like very American looking. And we had done this, we'd traveled twice. We'd gone to Panama together and we'd also traveled cross country together. And we'd like vacillate in like, who people who people find hotter and like that would really like affect our dynamic like really yeah it would t- we would because then we'd get like mean with each other a little bit but oh my it was God. never like vo- it was something that I could look at I could see it I like but that. neither of us engaged with it yeah but it would make us nasty towards each other that's your next movie and then um it actually is and then is it we'd also like not eat food sometimes like because it would like we just had this weird like Body comparison, dis- weirdness, or something, or like no, losing because, weight. Because like we were both like we both. I mean, we were like in our twenties. We were like very little, very sexy, like tiny everything. We're like, still tiny very titties, little, very tiny sexy butts. Like everything was little and tight. Yeah. Um. But I just remember being like sometimes, and like she wouldn't be eating, and then I'd be like, should I not eat? Oh my god! <laughs> and then I'd be like, I should eat less. <laughs> like, Jesus. Yeah. The <laughs> dynamics of women. Yeah. Just like weird lady vibes yeah. in your twenties that are like very healthy. Um, anyways, I would like to watch a movie about that. That's not what Eat was about. Cause I didn't see Eat. No, it's not about that. It's Wait. about um, a woman who gets uh, locked in the apartment. Oh, I did see that. Oh my god. Strangles her. Yes. Oh, well, I wasn't gonna tell the ending, but. I mean, it's like from five years. I ago. know, like, but still, can, people are you know just gonna check it out. Check it out, guys. Does he or doesn't he strangle her? <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> oh my god! Wait, but, oh man. Well, so we know he got the scar. Now tell me about the spinal spinal surgery. Okay, so yeah. I was, uh, how old you're in high school? I was seventeen. You're actually training for the Olympics. I was in training for the Junior Olympics, and um, I just three days ago I was in a Pilates class, and there was a woman sitting next to me, and it was. Um, before you take like these classes, if the teacher doesn't know you, they're like, oh, do you have any, you know, injuries? And I said, oh, I have rods in my back. And this woman next to me goes, I have rods in my back too. Anyways, we do the whole class. 
And um, and she's like, 45, 36, what were your degrees? And I'm like, I really don't remember what? my degrees. If you've had spinal surgery, like, because of the curvature. So yeah. she was like, 45, 36. And I'm Whoa. like, I literally don't remember that. Yeah, you don't remember anything anymore, Janixa. I'm so sorry. Okay. I a lot of pot, like, when I was younger. Does mushrooms make you not remember stuff? No, mushrooms are great. Okay. I highly recommend those. Do those as often as you I know. Need I got some to. chocolates. I might give you one of the chocolates. Well, can I have? I yeah. love. They're really big. I only great. did a half of one, so I have one and a half. How whatever. was it? It was great. I did them alone, New Year's Eve by myself. I didn't want to leave my house, and I'd done DMT, and I thought, well, I that was if I did that. Now I'm finally brave enough to try mushrooms. So is I DMT just, the one that lasts a very short period it's like of time? Fifteen. It's like the drug component of ayahuasca, and it's like I so I smoked it with a guy I was dating in in New York, and like, and that's when I realized, oh my god, I don't love this guy. He's not right for me. But it's, <laughs> it's okay. so great when drugs reveal. Yeah, truths. <laughs> and then inside I was like, it's okay. It was always just you. You're okay, and like. You, you have you and it was always you all along or something. And then, but I love that. And then I tried mushrooms only one time, but I'm ready to do it again. I just hope the chocolates don't melt in my closet. I hope it's, that's, why don't you put it in your fridge? I should put them, put not them in, the in the fridge. You can put them in the freezer. Freezer? Yeah. Okay. If anybody got anything out of this podcast, it's like, <laughs> put your chocolate put mushrooms in, in the, the freezer. freezer okay. Guys, okay. It's like coffee. <laughs> it will last. It's better this way. Oh my God. Put it in the freezer. Holy sh- Okay. Wait. But where are we going? Okay, so you're Junior Olympic training. I'm in training for the Junior Olympics. Yes. And um, uh, so when you're doing that, you have a series of physicals. And so somewhere on my second or third physical before, you know, going, yeah. um, I my father had had tuberculosis, which is like like not a disease from the 90s. What is that? Um, TB, tuberculosis. Um, oh, tuberculosis? Tuberculosis. Okay, Am I sorry. not saying it right? No, you're saying it perfect. I just... Tuberculosis. How do you say it? Oh, I say tuberculosis. And what am I saying? A t- slightly different thing I didn't understand, but now I do. <laughs> gotcha, Nixa. You know, English is my second language, and generally I people speak feel English. <laughs> I'm pronouncing quite well. So, t- tuberculosis. Okay. Tubercul- I don't know how do you say it. TB. I don't know. We're yeah, tuberculosis. Oh, my God. Our first fight. <laughs> and we came through but on the other side. We got perfect. over it. Yeah, I think so. Our scars are going to touch at the end. I hope so. Um, so my father had TB okay. and, um, and I, so I had tested positive for TB, which it's like, you don't have it, but it's like, there's a, there's a, there's like a, there's like a shadow of it yeah. or something yeah. and you have to take these meds for it. And so like in my, um, in my, in one of my physicals, they'd done a chest x-ray and in my chest x-ray, you could see my spine really clearly and you actually couldn't really see my lungs, which is like wow. crazy. Yeah. And so my, my spine was so pushed forward and it was like resting a little bit on my heart and and resting a little bit on my lungs. Like that's kind of what you could see. And oh my so God. I got sent to see this uh, orthopedic surgeon and... Um, you were 17? I was 16 when it happened and 17 when I had the surgery. So I got... I went to this orthopedic surgeon, Stanley Hoppenfeld, um, who was amazing. And he... Um, he was like, well, you have scoliosis. And I started crying hysterically. I'd never heard of this. Yeah. And I was like, I, my <laughs> mom likes to recount that when he said I had scoliosis, I cried. And then I went, is that AIDS? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. oh, my God. Branding for AIDS was so solid in the 90s that I was like, this is AIDS. Yeah. Oh, my God. Have you ever put that in something? Have you ever written that into something? That is so good. Um, 
And um, and I, I mean, I really thought it was AIDS. So I was like, oh, God, I have AIDS. I got <laughs> have you had sex yet? How many? No. I had, no. I had not had sex yet. Are you joking? You at had, 16. You hadn't had sex. When did you lose your virginity? None of my business. Just tell me to fuck off. When I lost sex. my virginity to a man, I was 21 years old. Were you dated women? I dated women before that. Primary. Oh, how many? I'm, I'm asking. I'm really uh, going to I dated those. a lot None of women of my, before Oh, my that. God. <laughs> a handful of women before oh, that. Oh, very exciting. Yeah, I'm a, I'm, I'm a thrilling person. Uh, you are. Yeah. You know, in my head, I'm like, would she love me? Would she ever consider me? But that's my I problem. I would totally kiss you. You're very hot. I said, consider me for more than just a kiss. For, to be loved, I would Janixa. consider you for more than a kiss. Okay. Definitely. Would we date? None of my... Just would go back to your... Maybe we would date. I don't know. Just tell your story. Oh, my God. I mean, I am telling my story. You're asking me if I, I would know. date you. I just wanted to let you know a little bit what's going on inside me. And then I wanted to stop that yes, and I throw it right back. You. I would date both of you and Aristotle. I would definitely... <laughs> I would kiss both of you. I would definitely give you hand jobs. These are options. <laughs> oh, you're so lucky. You're so lucky. Has anyone that has been here told you guys they would give you hand jobs before? No. Exclusive. Ex- exclusive. <laughs> oh my God. Our podcast is like being directed by you and I love it. Um, um, so I don't had, have AIDS. You hadn't I had didn't sex. have AIDS. I hadn't had sex. Still thought I somehow got AIDS. Um, anyways, mm-hmm. I had to have spinal surgery and that, but that, the reason I'm telling that is that that was like a big shift in like what my path was because I, had since I was like five years old, I was like, I'm gonna go to the Olympics one day. I'm gonna be like Flojo. I'm gonna yeah. be like Jackie Joyner. Kirk. Like that was like yeah. my journey was that I wanted to compete in the Olympics. Um, Jesus. And um, and then that obviously shifted that. But I'd also always really liked theater and acting, and also wanted to do that. So. For me, I think my parents were really sad, but I was kind of like, well, I get to do the other thing. Yeah. Because I wasn't sure how to navigate the other thing anyways. And, like, your career as a track star is, there's, like, a, there's a limit. You yeah. Know, you can't really do that for a lot of your life because those sports are not sports you can really do into your old age. So, for me, it felt like, well, this is great because, really, this is the this is really what I'm supposed to do. I thought that that was, like, my body or, you know, some... Sort of like destiny calling, and um, are you religious at all? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> Were you raised with religion? Um. Yes. Like sort of. Yes. Sort of. I my my parents are now born again Christian. Oh. They're Pentecostal, but my mom was was Jewish. My father, uh, my stepfather was Catholic. My father, my biological father is Catholic. My aunt was like the ambassador for Buddhism for like the state of New York um and my parents had practiced Santeria a little bit when I was um like around 10 11 12 so there'd been a lot of different kind of practices in my life I'd gone to Catholic church Buddhist temple like on the synagogue so um I'm I'm open you're open I'm open do you meditate or do you pray to whoever talk about meditating me too it's exactly really good conversationally in that space yes me too that is it that's all I do is talk about my last time was like two years ago and I I had a good five-day run headspace uh no I like gong meditation so I I do I play like gong music and do yeah. that for like 20 minutes yeah oh you're saying it like you actually do it actively you're like that's I what that, i like that's what i like five that, times five times two years two ago, years ago. because <laughs> <laughs> oh i was like really i was like oh wow gong okay that's what she likes <laughs> that's what she likes that wow. i mean when i consider it i'm like gotta find the right gong yes. music and then i'm really gonna get in there 
Oh my god. I'm really yeah. gonna get in there. You're really getting it in there. But I uh, mm, have it. Um, so you don't pray or anything. Okay, but at the time. Oh wait, the thing I was I was trying to tell you that the, the so five days ago or three days ago when I was in this Pilates class, this woman sitting next to me. Yeah. At the end, we realized we'd both. We had our surgeon was the same surgeon. Like, oh my god! We, she was sixteen when she had the surgery. I was seventeen when she had the when I had the surgery, and our surgeon was the same guy. Jesus! And um, because we both had seen him in his last year of practicing. He was like eighty when he was performing surgery. He was oh number three in the country. Oh my god! Anyways, Stanley Hoppenfeld, great guy, saved our lives. Both in New York, and now you're both, both doing in Pilates York. in LA. Yeah, we're both doing Pilates in LA. Like our lives have changed so much. Oh my god! Are you gonna stay in contact with this woman? No, no, I was like, I don't you? want to be friends with yeah, you. Yeah, it's just a moment. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes it's just a moment. It's just that exchange. Yeah, it's just like, it was a moment. Yeah. Um, Brett was like, yeah, did you get her number? I was like, for what? Oh, God, he sounds like me. It's like, it's a, it's a sign. You got to do it. Oh I was God. like, you huh? know what's funny is that, um, and not to make this about race, but like I told another white friend this and they were like, did you guys exchange numbers? Yeah. I told two black friends and they were like, cool. Yeah. They were like, obviously that's <laughs> over. I was like, clearly. <laughs> though why do you think that is i just i was like maybe it's that like white people are like that's a moment you should have this and black people are like this ain't a moment life's too much life's a lot you gotta like keep going (laughs) it is relentless it is relentless oh my god i think it's just like if you're of color you're just like yeah i mean that's like a moment but there's so many yeah and i feel like white people are maybe like holding on to like little things and they're like this feels like something I don't mean to make it go there. I love but it. But Aristotle, who is also brown, mm-hmm. um, is laughing. So I think he and I no, are on the same page. He gets it. And I'm like, I'm like, what do you guys mean? What? I don't understand. That's, you didn't get the number? <laughs> That's weird. So oh, my God. You didn't want to expand yeah. on that? That's odd. But uh, no, but the, the, okay, we, there's so many things. We're all over the place. But the, your Insta stories touch upon so many things like that. With like, where you call yourself out. Like, where you, oh, God. Oh, where you, where you posted that thing about like, you know this this is my life my literal life where it's like woman becomes token best like token oh, black, black friend to hundredth hundredth becomes yeah token woman, best it was unreductress and i think it was uh woman becomes <laughs> only black friend to hundredth white person and you're like literally my life actual footage of my life yeah and i <laughs> and i wanted i like started a comment i was like hey i went can i be the token white friend and i was like Delete. I was like, I was like, I don't even want to. I was like, oh, I'm just like, I'm dudes are scary. I was, oh, no, no. Because <laughs> also, like, I adore you so much. I'm like, you know, I'm such a people pleaser. You know, my, my worst self is the people pleaser. Like, does anybody, everybody like me or whatever? So I was just like, I don't want. I don't want to confuse her on me or make her mad in any way. Confuse her? No, no. I, just, I was like, I was like, I don't want to misrepresent myself. I don't want to try to be like chummy with you on Instagram comments. And then you're like, what the fuck does that mean? And I'm like, ah. But uh, no, be, you can be chummy. You're allowed to be chummy with me. I like being chummy with I, you. I'm like, okay, good, okay. But uh, <laughs> oh, and then it's funny because oh, there's so many posts that you put on on your Insta stories where. And then your friend Jeremy Harris, that's his name, right? Yeah, Jeremy O. Harris. Jeremy O. Harris. What does he do? He's a playwright. He's a playwright. Uh, we're actually working together on something that I'm not allowed to talk about. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> then don't. Then don't. But that was so funny when you posted his thing that he sent you on your Insta stories where it's like, girl spends the whole day talking shit about white people then goes home to her white boyfriend or yeah. something. And, yeah. Yeah. and it's well, I think just, it's like trashing white people all day yeah. and then like like going to bed with my white husband. Totally. <laughs> I think it was a picture of Kerry Washington and Tony Goldwyn um, yes. from scandal yes. which i was like yeah it's like it's that's also actual footage of my life 
So that's hilarious. Somebody like because hey, you know life is dichotomies. Life is crazy. That's why yeah. you can't make friends with a lady from Pilates, I and can't. it's just because there's other stuff happening. I, just, I have you got to keep going. So many, there, I have a lot of white people in my life you who do. I care about deeply. Yeah, and they take up a lot of space, and so there's not a lot of room for other. What it's like my you know I might be at capacity with my wife. Really? You know? Did I slide in no, there? No, you. No, you're in. I'm you in? got it. Okay, you got it. I, gotta, I was gonna. I was gonna. Oh god. <laughs> not talk easy okay talk easy is like structure there's like an out it's like perfect he's perfect he's so cute isn't he very handsome very handsome very handsome he's, i feel like he reminds me of like a better looking wiley wiggins or something yeah i mean i dated he, wiley briefly so i can't i shouldn't use the language you've used but um i think he's somewhere between a wiley and an oscar wilde um, oh yeah oscar wilde you dated wiley yeah for uh for a little bit in new york um and uh, up right until like before 9-11 to after 9-11, and then he left because he didn't like that. Oh, my God. Yeah. I think he's cute. I'm just saying Sam. Totally cute. There. We um, made out a lot. Um, oh, Listen, we can bleep this out. Hold on. Pausing for a cut. <laughs> you made out with Crispin Glover. Yes, I did. Right? <laughs> yes, I did. How exciting. That it just came back really to me. It was really good. Can we leave that in or cut it out? No, we can leave that in. Really? I, mean, he d- I don't know him and he doesn't know me. And when did won't. this happen? You made me want to make out with Chris McGlover. Oh you were God, like, it was so hot. On a dance floor in New York? On a dance floor in New York. Real we made sweaty? Out for like, like a couple of hours. What? It was great. Oh my God. He, um, I used to work for this film festival that was called... The Underground Film Festival. Yeah. And I I was a screener for it a little bit. And then my last two years, I was sort of like celebrity relations or I don't even I, I'm sure there was like some sexier title than that. But essentially, like the famous people who came, I was like, oh, this is the room that you're in. Yeah. And would oh. you like water? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I did that. And um, that's and, what my podcast is. That's what I do. I'm like, here's your water. <laughs> but I'm not leaving. Yeah. You're just like that. <laughs> um, and so. That year, I feel like, that like one year Lou Reed had, like I met Lou Reed briefly and we had like a. Um, Did you make out? You guys no, can't see I my face right now. My face. Lou Reed. My face like, is. <laughs> I met Lou Reed and um, he was introducing Asia Argento's film, which I'm not remembering the title of. She's going out with Anthony Bourdain now. I know. Which I'm, I'm so into. I'm so into, but I love him so much. Oh my God, he's so sexy. Oh my God, yeah. He's so sexy. I don't know what to do. Just like a like a weekend with that guy would uh, be great. I know. Do you follow him on stories? I don't. Oh. Should I? Yes. Okay, great. He's always in hotel rooms and there's always music and it's just him in hotel rooms living he his life. He just seems so fun. Like, just like, he's like a party. Yeah. He's just, and he's rugged, and he's like, how old is he? He's like 60 or 50-something? He's somewhere between like 50 and 68. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like it. Yeah. He's a yeah, babe. Yeah. Okay. Totally hot. Okay. So um, your Underground Film Festival, Crispin Glover, somehow. So I don't remember. I think maybe this was the last year, maybe that festival existed, or even the last year I worked for it, but he was premiering this film called What Is It? Uh, and I believe it's his, it was a first feature and it's, I think, a part of a triptych. Um, I've not seen the others. The poster for that film is, like, Shirley Temple in blackface, like, with, like, a swastika armband. I mean, oh. the movie's insane. Oh, my God. Um, but, it, like, fantastic. Like, I remember, I was, like, I remember thinking it was so fantastic. Yeah. And, um, and so, like, I was his, like, this is your room, and here's your water, <laughs> and this is the person taking your photos. Yes. Um, and, um, and I don't know, we just, like, we got on, like, super well. And um and then like at the after party we were just like dancing and then um and then he kissed me and then like we just kept kissing and I was like 
this is so weird, but like great. And he was a really good kisser. Um, And then he gave me a key to his hotel room, but I did not go. Oh my God. Um, And um, maybe I should have. I think it's great you didn't. It's hotter you didn't. It's hotter you didn't. Power move. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What you guys. (laughs) (laughs) What you guys can't see is. I basically just took like a napkin to wipe the crusties in the corner of my mouth. But right after that story, it's just, I'm disgusting is my point, okay? Uh, you didn't even see it, but we are going to cut it out. <laughs> oh, God. Um, I'm sorry. I'm just a person, okay? That was a really interesting story. <laughs> it really got you going. It really got you going. Um, so, yeah, that's that. Oh, my God. Holy shit. Exclusive. Oh my god! Now she's fucking stealing my shit. I love it. You were the cutest. Oh my god! Then you do this wiggly. Oh my god! I gotta reel it in. Okay. But on your stories, uh, this is just a fucking. It is a tribute to you. Is what this is. You do this cute wiggly face, and you and Brett just seem like you're having so much fun all the time. Oh, we're or, miserable. Well, I'm sure that's true. Maybe sometimes, but you're either torturing him, which is mm-hmm. like hilarious to watch, mm-hmm. or you guys are having so much fun. And then it's like, sometimes you'll do a boomerang. I don't think you do a lot of boomerangs, right? No, I don't do a lot of boomerangs. Yeah, but sometimes I'll see a boomerang. Mm-hmm. And you make this cute little wiggly face mm-hmm. with that smile. Can you do that for me now? It's so cute! <laughs> <laughs> if you guys want to know what I'm talking about, you got to follow Nixa Bravo. This is the whole point of this, right? For me to get more followers, more followers. on Instagram. How many do you have? I don't know. Get out. No, I really don't know. Too busy living your life, making your Too art. busy living my life. Doing stuff. Not getting numbers moving forward. Yeah. Oh, what are your movies that you love? Like, what inspired you? I mean, listen, I'm all over the place. This is, we got barely, we got half, tw- 31 minutes. Okay, we have 31 minutes. 31 okay. minutes to get to, to make a, some kind of whatever. Wait, was I? I went to theater school. You went to... I was th- going to be an actor. You're going to be an actor. That went away, like, after the first year there, and then I started, I just focused on directing and design. Yeah, because we were, we were doing production design, or... or I did a little bit of production design, and then honestly, I was like, "This is too heavy." It was like, the f- things are just heavy, like like items lifting are heavy. items yeah, are I heavy. Was like, this is too. <laughs> How it's, tall are you? I'm five five, and I had spinal surgery. I was like, I can't carry. This. Oh yeah, I could do. I did conceptual set design for a period of time, which essentially means is you have the ideas and like pictures, and then someone else makes it. Oh yeah, um, which is like so hot. Um, it is kind of hot. Like, it's a great way to do it. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I also I actually like using my hands, so it felt it wasn't like enough for me. So yeah. I moved. I moved away from production design and then you went into acting or what was the thing no so, i went to cost to styling styling okay how and did that happen actually john watts john john watts is also the theme of uh of this Seems like it. john yeah. watts really shifted my life he made cop car right he made cop car so my he producer made clown. he made clown yeah oh, and okay. um and then um spider-man homecoming that's so exciting starring tom holland oh oh a Zendaya, tall babe. who has no last name she doesn't need one. I, I wondered if I could one? just be Janixa. Uh, yeah. You think so? I, I know I so. I really like my last name. Your whole name is fantastic. Is it real? Yeah. Did you, it's really my name. It's really your name? It's really my name. Bravo is my stepfather's last name. Bravo. And, oh, uh, you took your stepfather's last name? Yeah. I mean, not by, I mean, my father just wasn't around when okay. I was born. Okay. But my mom and dad are together. They got together when I was uh, 13. They got back together? Yeah, they got back together. But my father was not around when I was born. 
And um, and so when I was my mom's maiden name is Ford, so I was Janix of Ford. Okay. And another uh, powerful that's a powerful name too. Yeah, that was my nickname. But uh, like old old friends call me Ford, which I really like. Mm. Um, and um, and then my mom and stepdad married when I was three, and then I became Bravo, which is his last name. Okay. He's Carlos Bravo. Where did he go? He uh, it lives in Panama. Both, in, yeah, okay. my mom, my dad, and my stepfather are all Panamanian, and they like grew up in the same. And they still live area. in Panama. My mom and dad are in Brooklyn, and okay. my stepfather's in Panama. Oh, and what does your mom do, and what does your father do? My mom and dad were both tailors, and um, and then they also had served in uh, the American military. Oh my god! Yeah, and my stepfather was a chef, and he had driven a ta- he owned like a taxi for a little bit, um, and then. I don't know. Once he like left my life, I'm not really sure he had other jobs. Yeah. <laughs> do they? Do you? Does your mom like? And do your family? Do they understand you? Do they get you? No. I really mean. Oh, no. They no. don't. Because when I like I, alien. That's how. Because when I was what? Because when I was watching your Insta stories and you come in, you're so stylish. You got your like. You know, you're just this badass, stylish like every, it's woman, and you're like visiting your family, and they're just. Not that one is better than the other, but it's like, yeah, you do seem like this like this cosmopolitan, metropolitan woman living her life, directing things. So, you know, and then you have your family and I, you know, I have my own issues. My family, I feel a similar way where I'm just different from my family. And I just, so they don't get you? Where do you, like? No. Not at all. No. But there is love there and it's of cozy. there's deep love. Yeah. But, um, is that a weird feeling though? Because is that like a bizarre? Well, there's nothing to compare it to really. Yeah. I mean, I guess except for being around friends and their own families, which does not happen that often. Yeah. Um, I I think, again, it kind of goes back to the thing of, like, there's a reason it takes five years. There's a reason that that's my dynamic. I think that Oh, made my, you who Yeah, it made, it made me who I am. And I also, so much of the characters that I'm interested in are, are my protagonists tend to be people who feel unheard or feel invisible or feel isolated and I I think those feelings of isolation or those feelings of like invisibility within my family dynamic are very much like that that is why those are my people right oh Uh, you felt invisible within your own family yeah definitely because there's like there's a lot of connective tissue for them and I feel uh disparate I feel um sort of outside of that and then because um, I do feel odd. Um, it is in that sort of oddness. I feel very much like I'm on an island, and and then you know they're mainland and I'm island. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I would say because you could feel that way in the world, and I'm sure you have felt that when you talk about having experiences, people where you just feel like uh, people are condescending, or you're not. I was reading articles about you, and you're talking about. Um, People wondering if you're capable. I, I could see that you could feel, and I feel the same way. When you go into the world, you can feel alienated by the world, but it is a different thing to feel like alienated within your own, not alienated, but like, you know, separate from your own family. Like when you're under the roof, same roof with all these other people and then still feel like an island unto yourself. That's like t- so interesting, you know? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, there is deep love, again, like I said. And it, it's... I I mean, I guess I just don't know any other, I don't know any other feeling, really. And I am my mother's only child, so I grew up as an only kid. My father and my stepfather both have 
five other children. Oh, wow. And so, but they kind of feel like cousins. I would say my, my siblings now, my father's kids now feel like my brothers and sisters. Oh, they do? Yeah, we, in our, in my 20s and they're in their 30s, um, one is in his 20s, we, our oldest brother was murdered and and we kind of like connected at his funeral and it was this feeling of like, I live in the same city as three of my siblings and I don't, ever talk I don't talk to them I see friends more than I see them and I really wanted to sort of change that and um I think like five years ago I we had like our first Thanksgiving together and it was like so great in LA or New York in New York yeah and that felt really good to be able to have that with them and so I feel like a strong connective tissue with them even though there is also like a distance you know um just because we didn't grow up together but it's really, it's about like, it's the, it's career path that I'm talking about. It's the sort of the pursuit of something creative, yeah. I think is a very hard thing to explain when there isn't that energy in your family. Yeah. You know? um, everyone in my family has a job they were re- or they've had real jobs that have start times and end times and lunch breaks. And then there's like dinner at around the same time and Saturday and Sundays are off. And I feel like when you, you know, you are probably always working, you know, like I, for example, I got into this rather large fight with my mother, um, like a month ago. And it was on July like 3rd. And she was like, you're not working. And I'm like, no, I literally am. And and this holiday is incredibly inconvenient because it's on a Tuesday. (laughs) Like I have like fucking shit to do. And this, like that, there's this feeling of like that I, um, don't do anything or it's a, well, I think they just feel like I, uh, I'm always working or I'm always busy or I don't have time for them. And it's like, well, you know, there there are these massive lulls sometimes where there isn't anything, and I just happen to be in this place right now where there are a lot of things kind of coming at me, and um, and I do choose work over, I guess, family, or I choose work over, like, social interaction, um, and because that is my greatest love. Yeah. And uh, and that can, that's just a hard thing to explain, whereas, like, in my relationship with Brett, I don't have to explain that. Like, he understands because he has that, too. Yeah. And in my friendships, for the most part, everyone in my life is also a creative person, so that's not something that has to be explained. There's not, like, apologizing for your path. And yeah. I find myself apologizing or having to explain my path Oof. in my family dynamic because it's, like, confusing to them. I totally, you know? I, yeah. And I, it's, have you ever dated somebody who isn't creative? Because I feel like I've dated people and they have a regular job and they go, well, why can't you just come over? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm writing. And they're like, come over when you're done writing. And I'm like, I don't know when I'm going to, like, I yeah. don't know. And I hated having to explain. So do you feel like it's so nice to be with another person who gets... I've your... only ever been with creative people. Yeah. Uh, I, when I was, the lot, my last year in New York, I dated a guy who was a sculptor and... But he had, like, a day job, and I remember we had some conflicts a couple of times of, like, well, it's 9. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. I just, I know it's 9 p.m., and I should come out, like, but I can't, like. Yeah. So, but sometimes, but he was, he understood it for the most part. He was just kind of confused, but there wasn't, like, a turning off. Yeah. And. uh, Why would you want it? Sometimes you don't want to turn off, because it feels so good to have it turn on. Just, be in your juices. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And when were you, like, okay, so little Janixa. When did you start realizing you're like, this is the life I want, or this is my brain works differently, or I'm compelled to go towards this? Like, were you, what were you watching? What movies? Like, were there things, certain moments where you're like, oh, that was like, oh, fuck, that's the life I want, or this is what is so interesting to me? I think my earliest memories of, of like, oh, yeah, I was always a director is um, I had 110 Barbies. And you did? Two Ken dolls. Like, <sighs> as, I mean, that collection was a master over time. So by like eight or nine, I had 110. 
um, two Kim Barbies dolls, oh, wow. and then uh, one Skipper. And uh, oh, Skipper, I <laughs> forgot about Skipper. I love that you remember Skipper. Of course, a I mean, lot of things you don't remember. You're like, I was on love. I don't know what I did in that thing. And you're like, I had one Skipper. Like, wow, okay. <laughs> well, that mattered. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Love was great. Uh, <laughs> like, can you edit that love part out? I don't want, yeah. want Leslie Arfin to think I was being disrespectful. No, no, no. I love yeah. Leslie and I love Paul and Gillian. And stop pulling your pants out of your private. Well, it's just leave so, them in it's there. It's so warm. It is like seriously like <gasps> so. Oh my. God. It's so warm. <laughs> if you could touch my crotch right now. I like, wish I could. <laughs> I don't I want feel to. like my mouth temperature, normal crotch temperature, like 102. Whoa. Just, it's so hot. Oh, my God. Um, okay. Uh, anyways, guys. <laughs> I was almost going to be like, crotch get, hot. <laughs> crotch hot. Oh, my God. I was just going to ask if you get wet. And then I'm like, I'm not if I get, to get wet. No, when? if you get waxed. Not when he's going to ask that, but I'm not also, choosing as not a to. female filmmaker, I feel like uh, I actually don't ever refer to myself as a female filmmaker. but Because it's rude, right? You're a filmmaker. I'm a, film, I'm a director. Just, yeah. Um, I, um, I don't know if... Um, Letting people know whether or not my crotch is I waxed. I didn't is. want. I know. I was like, I, I was chastising myself for going, be, trying to be Howard Stern again from like 1997 hey, or whatever. Your pussy waxed. I, I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> Aristotle. Aristotle can't handle it. Oh my god, he's so cute. He's just the he's cutest. He's really handsome. It's just too much. You yeah. brought in the right group. I know. Yeah. Oh my god! Wait, what the hell are we talking about, Little Janixa? I guess I was trying to ask about like inspiration or when you knew and you're like, "This is my life" and whatever. Oh, I was gonna say one of my earliest memories of knowing that I was a director. Um, I talked a lot as a child. Um, I'm really like a like long answer, not short answer, always. And um, and my parents would uh get a little frustrated by like all of the questions and all of the like asking, and so they would be like, "Oh, why don't you sit here?" And then they'd put me. There's like a TV in my room, so they put me in front of a television, <laughs> and they just bought me so many. Like I had so many toys, what? and um, and I remember like that I would have these like sort of soap opera scenarios that would play out over weeks between Barbies, between the Barbies and the Kens and the Skippers, and like. Um, and I had multiple man, I had like a couple mansions, I had a couple cars and like, I remember like doing these like scenarios and then my parents letting them like kind of stay because I'd be like, well, we're just kind of in the middle of something. So like for weeks there would be these scenarios with dolls. And then if I would come home and like our cleaning lady had moved them, there would be. Yeah. Trouble. We'd have to talk about it. I'd be like, you know, because they were like on the way to that thing. Oh, so I the Barbies? Yeah, I was like, so I'm not really sure why you moved them. <laughs> oh my god, that is so. So I would like castigate the cleaning lady for moving my. So I just I was thinking about that recently, yeah. just like a week ago. I was like, I remember like being mad at the maid about like like so bourgeois also this is in Central America I think she was paid like $25 like a week I, like this is oh, not like I it's love not that like, you're like I need to explain it's not like some like first class like white situation here Whoa! like this is like Central America like it's like we're there's no middle class like we were just like normal people this yeah. is like normal people okay <laughs> I'm not like the maid I'm, I'm white I didn't have a maid no, I was but, a latchkey like, kid I think in, in America yeah. if you have no, a maid it's, it's like, like a different level of wealth totally bougie yeah 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 no it's like even poor people have maids. Noted. Or, or like what would con be considered poor in America? Like a, you could have a maid because you don't have to pay them a lot. Okay. I get it. I'm this saying. is great. I'm glad you did. <laughs> I was to totally. explain it. I love that you did. <laughs> but it's so interesting because I'm, I'm an only child also. I had tons of Barbies. And How many? I, not as many as you. Not as many as you. Do you remember you. your number? No. <laughs> I think like 50 something. I had a lot. But I had also like Betty and Veronica and Archie comics and Garbage Fill Kids and all this stuff. But I would 
Well, when I wasn't making them fuck. Like, when I wasn't, oh, like, I definitely made masturbating. Them fuck. Yeah. <laughs> definitely. Made, they fucked so much. So I mean, much. Like deep, deep scenarios. Yeah, here. totally. Just, like, layers of stories. But then I thought I was, like, gross. And then when I wasn't, like, I was just off doing my, whatever. But, uh, yeah. Do you but, remember your first crushes? I'm so curious, like, at around, uh, like, five and six. Yeah, I do. Were and I was humans? very sexual. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was, I don't know what happened. I wasn't molested. None of your business, you guys. How dare you? <laughs> Like very sexual and like masturbating and like yeah, making out with a girls. A lot of rubbing. A lot of rubbing with little girls. Like what well, was one little girl, Esther. Um. Anyway, but uh, are you still friendly with? Uh, do you no, know where Esther is? No, I don't know where she is. No last names here. Oh, Esther. <laughs> we gotta find her. <laughs> no, but Esther. I don't know what's going on with Esther's in Esther's household, but like Esther would. I mean, I don't want to scrap the whole podcast if you're not comfortable talking no, about no, it. No, 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 no. But she would go down on me when we were in preschool. Like, and I don't know. And then I would go over to her family's house and she was Ethiopian and we would just like <laughs> eat a bunch of great food and hang out and talk. And, and then she'd go down on you. How old are you? In preschool, whatever that is. Is that like a four? I don't like where they were going with this. It's yeah. a little too much. <laughs> Wait, <than> you <laughs> did it. <laughs> I mean, very young, but then I was like, I found like my mom's vibrator when I was very young. It was like a magic wand from like Brookstone or something. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I don't know why I knew and immediately what it on your crotch. Of course I did. And I was like, this is amazing. I was like, oh, this is crazy. But uh, you're like five around here. I think I was, oh, now your nose is running too. My nose is running too. <laughs> this is great. I don't want to be alone in this. Don't look. I said, don't look. Janice. No, I'm staring. <laughs> That's how I would have sex with you. I would stare into your eyes. That's how I have sex. <laughs> it's the best. It's the way to do it. Yeah. Do it with my Barbies. But uh, yeah, but I would like make them have tons of sex. I was like very overly sexualized. Oh, and I had a half brother. Did you rubbed on? No, 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 no. I just, I, I threw that info in at a weird time in the story. Yeah, I was like, um, okay. Because part of this podcast is like, I just want to hang out with you and get to know you and tell you about <laughs> me a little bit too. But, uh, <laughs> but I would never, I'm an only child, lived very intensely in my mind. Play with my Barbies, oversexual. I made stories up as well. I'm just trying to be like, this is why we should be good friends. Gonna, I was also, you're one of my favorite photographs like ever in the history of the world is taken by your father. Oh, really? I, remember, I told you that. Oh, yeah. That I love that photo of the... Um, Marcel Duchamp or... No, it's the, it's the women at the diner Oh, from my behind. God. But they're, oh, yeah. Yeah. It's one of my favorites. If I spoke to my father, I would tell him that. But we don't talk. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I'm just kidding. It's fine. No. <laughs> <laughs> God. Oh. Oh. I think, but, don't you have that photo in your house? I do. Well, no, I have a postcard of it, but I have like, I have other photos of his in my house. But, uh, oh, but my half brother, who I was, did not have any, we did not date or anything. Mm, see, you're the one who actually keeps going there. Like, I'm just clarifying. I'm clarifying. Aristotle like, and I are doing nothing. Okay, you and were, you're the one who's like going to like. You clarified about the maid thing. I'm just trying to clarify that I didn't have sexual relations. I did not fuck cool. my, my half brother. But. I would never call him my brother. I would, even in public, I didn't even realize, I would always go, this is my half-brother James. Like, I would always, like, announce it because I thought, like, people need to know. Because he's not your full. He's not my full brother. And then I realized, like, later I'd have all these friends with half-siblings, and they'd never say the half part. They would just say, like, it's my brother, and I don't know. I I get that, though. I think I did that for a period of time, and I, I wanted to really really like state that I had not been raised with yeah, them. Like that's, that because there's separation. There is a separation. I mean I, I do feel being raised an only child is a it's different. It's if you're thing. like the only kid in your home for the all of the eighteen years that you yeah. live there, it is different. Yeah. And so when now I actually just 
say my brother and because yeah. I don't it, it doesn't matter as much or yeah. I you know I would explain it deeper if I needed to yeah but when I was like in my 20s I'd be like this is my half these yeah. are halves we did not grow up together yeah. they're like cousins like I would totally. go yes. I needed to explain that I was an only child because yeah. it was it is different um so you did live most intensely in your brain right yeah, yeah. I lived most intensely in my brain and you had the bar and the bar because when people give barbie shit I always get confused because I know what, you know, like female standards and, you know, you're supposed to look like this and whatever. And then there's like, a ne- it's, it's a negative thing. But at the same time, like so much of, uh, yeah, my imagination came to life playing with these Barbies. So it's I such also a weird... never was like, I should look like this because yeah. that's not like a way to look. Yeah. I mean, that's not like, that's not a way that anybody looks. So yeah. I never thought like, oh, one day, you know, my, my feet will be like this and my waist will be yeah. like that and then I'll have no nipples. Because it yeah. was just like, that's not what I look like. Totally. Um, so, but but I do get it. I still, you know, I, we should have like healthy body images body for image. girls and women shouldn't have to like have makeup on their faces. Um, so totally makes sense. Yeah. But um, yeah, I lived in my head a lot. Lots of like long, deep scenarios in my head. And what were the movies that you loved? talking to myself too. Me too. Isn't that great? Do you do cognitive behavioral therapy on yourself at all like do you ever spiral do you know that it, you know no i don't what is that it's like it's like if you're you seem very healthy so i don't do you ever if you have like an internal spiral you're freaking out or something and you're panicking or overthinking or you, you cognitive behavioral therapy is when you kind of talk yourself through it and go no that's not the case this is fine you gotta like it's just when you're kind of like talking yourself off the ledge internally yes i do do that but did not know that that's what that was yeah but do you spiral? Because to me, like you, do yes you ever know? I mean, you I seem don't... so strong and so unfair. It's just like I look. I mean, because I look at you and I'm like, oh my god, she's such a badass. She's got it. Like you, so it's, it would be interesting to know. Yeah, if you, what she. I mean, I do, you but and, not that often. Not that like, often. That's not my. Those aren't my issues. Good. Um, Good. I um. I mean, I have a partner. I mean, Brett as my partner who does that about health. Like he goes into these like really deep holes of like you know these terminal cancers and oh, like boy. you know he like reads a sentence of something and he's like it's in the water. Don't drink the water anymore. You know, like yeah. he. So I see that. I don't do that, but I can be obsessive. I mean, I think my the stuff that I worry about is more is more about, uh, is more of like how I'm coming off because I, I think sometimes I can be a little hard oh, and not wow. show a lot. Oh, wow. Um, and so I worry about that. And then sometimes I also worry of like, am I coming off like smart? Um, oh, really? Those are the things that I'm, I mostly worry about. Like if I'm coming off intelligent or if I'm being like nasty. Oh my God, that's so I would say that's, that's probably the things I would that stay with me. Like when I walk away, I'm like, Oh yeah, I could have been, maybe I should have been kinder. I should have been warmer or, um, yeah. Oh, they think I'm a dummy. You know, I go through that (laughs) because I say like a lot and I I go, Oh my God, no way. I can't believe it. And then I go register. You're speaking in. Is that you, that makes you worried. Yeah. Well, just like if I have, if I'm too enthusiastic or too silly and like, yeah, I'm not serious enough and I can't live in a serious space too much, but I, I can, you know, I worry that I'm not I'm not coming off as smart or people are gonna second guess me or or I don't know. Yeah, I do worry like they don't take me seriously and, and they should and I'm not and then I struggle with like, but I have to be who I am, but how do I navigate and find the balance of like not being completely did serious? Did you did someone ever tell did someone never tell you that you weren't smart? Is because I, I, I mine weird. is like a very concrete, like I did not feel this way until like 
Somebody told you you weren't smart? Oh, I'll yeah. fucking I, like, kill him. Who? This guy. I can't. Ooh, okay. He's like a known person. But Cool. <laughs> yes. Very cool. That's why you're here. <laughs> yeah. um, I was like, he's like a Spike filmmaker. Jones. Can't. Okay. Okay. Like, um, but no, we like dated for a while and he like often uh, like said that I wasn't smart or would say, you know, like maybe you should read more and would like buy me books a lot. Oh, my and would be God. like, did you read that? Like would test me on whether Jesus or not I read stuff. fucking Christ. Um, and would... Uh, like, if he used words that I didn't know and I would ask what they were, he would be like, oh, When it's actually, if you didn't ask, that would be worse. It's I always better it, to I ask. I like asking yeah, me, like saying that I don't know what things are. Yeah. I'm, like, actually very comfortable with not knowing. I feel pretty, like, safe in that space. Yeah. But but it really um, affected me, and it still affects, you know, I still wonder sometimes. I'm like, oh, my God, all of these people think I'm, like, an idiot. Not at um, all. That's not how I see you at all. So. Oh, thanks. Yeah. And that thanks. is all that matters over here at the Love Alexi podcast. All that is how you see me. <laughs> yeah. That's all that matters in my everyday <laughs> and she freestyles too. Can't believe it. I don't know yeah. who I'm pointing at here, but that, uh, yeah, that young woman who didn't care about us. She just didn't even care. <laughs> Whatever. We know who we are. But uh, oh, by the way, did you watch the uh, the Defiant ones? No. Should I? I think it's so great. It's only four episodes, four or five episodes, and it's like Aristotle thinks I should. Yeah, four episodes. But that's Jimmy. Is it Iovine? 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 That's his son. He's like the co-owner of Meltdown. Oh, and his father is Jimmy Iovine, and so it was weird to watch his father's story. Is that how you say story. that? I don't know how to say it. It's not Iovine. Iovine? Aristotle, do you speak? Say something. A little? Iovine? Iovine. Iovine. Didn't they say it in the documentary? I think so many times. I just can't remember. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I'm preparing that, for the Genixa podcast. That wasn't my takeaway. <laughs> yeah, that's not my takeaway. But the story is so good. It's yeah, it's just really great. I had no, I was like, I had no desire to watch it, but everybody kept telling me to watch it, which made me, which made me not want to watch it more. Oh, good. And then I just, yeah. But I, I mean, know. I whenever anything's like aggressively recommended, yeah, it's, it's generally like, like I gotta stay away from that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, God, well, we got to get you out here in seven minutes. Seven minutes. What are you going to do? Oh, my God. Hold what on. What do you have? Look hold at your on. notes. Holy shit. I can't believe. Okay. Lemon. Uh, oh. What? Oh, my God. What? This is how much I'm such a dorky loser, but now I feel like I know you much better after today. And I remember, like, don't give my power away, Alexi. She's, Janixa is, while wonderful and incredible, I'm, I'm I, you know, I don't, I'm not going to give you, I'm, I'm my own person, too. <laughs> I feel like I know you are. We're podcasting over here. Okay, another woman walked by. Anyway, um, but I was so humiliated because we're at that. Oh, we're at Charles and Jordan's birthday. And who's the third guy? Oh, I don't know. It was a three-person birthday, and I, we don't know who the third. I guy don't. Is. We don't know. We don't know. Who cares? But <laughs> um, okay. There was one point <laughs> at this party where I was very tipsy, and somehow Lena Dunham's name came up, and people were talking about whether or not she follows them on Instagram, and I was like, yeah. Lena Dunham follows me on Instagram. Went home later that night because I was like, I hope she still does follow me on Instagram. Realized Lena Dunham unfollowed me. Was terrified you were going to double check to see if Lena Dunham in fact follows me. I was like, oh my God, I could have been friends with Janixa. She's going to think I'm a liar fraud. Wait, you thought that I was going to go home and be like, so you, you thought. Because you matter to me. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not saying I'm so important. I'm, not, I'm, Wait, like, I'm I, like grasping I, across I, the table. You're like leaning back. I'm like coming, coming towards. Oh my God, Janixa. No, I'm not saying I'm that important to take myself that seriously. I you know. mattered. Stop pulling your pants I out of your badge. It's just so hot. Okay. My so um, crotch is so crotch hot. But you mattered to me so much, I thought, if I just misrepresented myself in any way, or she thinks I'm some dork just trying to say Lena Dunham follows me. And then what I was if? also... Oh, what if I'd th- gone and looked and been like... That would have been weird of you, actually. That would have... <laughs> I've been like, oh, these aren't truths. 
these aren't true. And then I unfollowed. I yes! was like, and then I just yes! sent you a message that was like, hey, hey. I just, I see yeah. Lena's not following anymore and I just kind of can't. I just kind of can't. Well, so then I almost wrote to you being like, by the way, to explain yourself. Janix, <laughs> I'm not saying I'm proud of myself, but I'm saying when I have internal spirals, which I think you're actually familiar with because it sounds like your husband has his own internal spirals. Mm-hmm. I was like, so I started crafting a whole thing, trying to be like, flip it and be like, isn't this crazy? And then I was like, don't do it. No, don't, don't do, do it. it. So I did it. I was like, I'm proud of you. I did it. But, but yeah, I'm telling like you now. you're telling me now because now it's fun. Because then we have an audience and they're like, oh, God, Alexi's really putting our I, I do think if you'd sent me that as a message, I would have been like, yeah, scary. Okay? Yeah. And you know what? I wasn't because I was hungover. And when I'm hungover from alcohol, it's like a bad scene. That's when I'm at my worst. That's when I'm like cripplingly like insecure. We and went weird. to that beautiful house after that party. Oh, my God. That's such a great. place. Oh, my God. So fancy and beautiful. Oh I was exhausted, though. It I was, was like, such a nice house. Yeah. I was like, can I just move into like a doorknob here? Yeah. Like, bury my ashes in one of those doorknobs. I think we're going to get there. We'll end up in a house like that. Will we? I don't know. I don't want, that's depressing. I'm not sure. I hope so. I You're going to be so. fine. You're going to okay, be great. Cool. Thank you. So I almost wrote you this note and then I just thought I was so dumb for having this whole panic. And then also I was like, why did Lena, what did I do? Too many posts about my podcast or girls night in. I was like, where did I lose her? And then I was like, that was one thing, but I was like, whatever. Janixa was more important to me. When you see me. her, you should ask her. I fully should. I should be like, what? Well, then... So then I did an Insta stories post where I, oh my God, can't I just tell my new friend Janix about my inner workings? You're like, Aristotle's like, no. (laughs) He just knows it. Aristotle's like, you had her. It was good. It could have been a good friendship. (laughs) Aristotle's like, I see it. I see it. Pull back. Pull back. He's like, (laughs) that's what Aristotle's doing. Oh my God. Oh no. He's like, really? He's trying to really? Should I? No, no, no. Go. Go. Oh, boy. So then I did an Insta stories post talking about how Lena Dunham unfollowed me. And then Charles Charles and uh, Jordan really liked it. No, Jordan really loved it. I knew he would love that. You went on a date with Jordan this week, didn't you? Didn't you guys go see something? Oh, we saw Ingrid Goes West. I mean, why didn't I? Why wasn't I invited? Oh, my God. You sound like Jordan when he DMs. Anytime I go to a thing or two times, he'll, he'll DM me and be like, no invite, and I'm like, and I go, I get, I go mental. I get so irritated. I'm like, why am I explaining myself to you? I have my own life. What do you mean? I can't believe it. Why wasn't I invited? I'm actually seeing it tonight. I'm going to the premiere. I heard about it. I'm busy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I love that you like reeled me in from like revealing any more about the Lena thing. But then, uh, yeah. Anyway, but yeah. So I'm glad I handled that really great. And you uh, handled that beautifully. <laughs> oh my god! You did. You did. I, you handled it beautifully. I handled it beautifully. And uh, I just, you know, because I just try to put myself at, uh, you know, be raw in this thing. So yeah, other, people can, other people can feel better about themselves. Yeah. At least they're like, at least I'm not Alexi. No, 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 no. They want to be Alexi. Man. But uh, Chloe Sevigny unfollowed me too. I just don't know what I'm doing. All the, what are you doing? All the cultural icons You're are like, enough. You're like the top white ladies. The top white ladies don't like me anymore. Maybe that's okay. Maybe that's okay. You know, you're getting others. You get you have you have plenty. You've got a you've got Do a I? base. Oh yeah, you God. have a you have a base. We got two minutes left, Nick. So we got to fuck. Oh this is about you, and not okay. about me and my okay. shame spirals. Look, look. look what shame. do you want to say? Oh my God. What do I want to say? Oh, love story with you and Brett. Insta stories. Panama, Brooklyn family. Do your parents understand you? Blah blah blah. <laughs> Yakety smackety. Short film. Sundance. Ooh. Oh well, we didn't get to dip into the fact that like that was irritating that men get credit for things that you do. Like when they were like that's Brett's movie and whatever. Oh yeah. What was that? Ah fuck it. We know who you are. It was but I, I was, it's like a known... Some article was like... It's a known uh, website, though, that writes about comedy a lot. 
it, I can't remember what it's called right now. Is it the, oh, it's the AV Club. Oh. They're known, right? Yeah. Yeah, they're pretty known. I don't, I try to stay off all those things. I don't know. I, I don't, I don't really, I don't read really, I don't read reviews or anything. I try to stay away from this stuff about um, anything that I make unless someone's like, you should read this because there's something there. Yeah. Um, and that, I read it because I got the Google alert and it was just like, Brett Gelman makes this movie. And I was like. I uh, was like, I, I have to read this. And yeah. I, I'm not mentioned until the second paragraph. And I'm like, I it this movie is not only my idea. Yeah. I co-wrote it and I directed it. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> to yeah. be like credit to be like only mentioned as an afterthought in the second paragraph. And then oh, then man. it closes with like how Brett put together a really great cast. And I was like, Where was I? Oh my God. So what I do at home. What happens at home? Because I would end up if I were in a relationship and that happened, I'd end up just being really mad at my husband. I'd be like, No, because yeah, he's, he's he didn't do anything wrong. I know. I'm just and saying I would be an idiot and be like, I'm mad at you. Also, overstates my role and to he a point does. where I'm like, I relax. Like, like you don't need to. Like, like don't be such an Alexi. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> reel it in, buddy. And he's like, I'm sorry. Like okay. he actually, in fact, uh, like the any interviews that I've heard him do or like any piece, like even when I overhear him talking, he'll be like, this was Janix's idea. Yeah. She's the one that did that. Like, and he'll be like, she did that section and she did that. Like he's, it's so, he wants me to get the credit that I deserve yeah. so much. Yeah. Um, that I actually, I am into being a little more subtle about that. Like it's oh. like, well, I know what my role is, yeah. you know? I mean, I was making fun of the AV club because it was just so ludicrous. Yeah. Um, that, that they wouldn't have said that I directed the movie. Yeah. And it, and I understand it's also about, like, a celebrity thing. It's, like, he has a name that's more known, or he's, uh. like, within the realm of, like, that community, people know who Brett Gelman is, they don't know who Janixa Bravo is. So, yeah. like, I'm making fun of, like, just how déclassé that is, yeah. you know? Um, and to not credit a... Like, if I were more known, maybe I would have been credited earlier. Yeah. Um, and... But, no, I feel like... Um, I know what my role is. I don't need it to be overstated. You know, like when I I made this short film a few years ago, um, it's called Gregory Go Boom. Yeah, I love that. Thank you so yeah. much. And uh, and uh, Michael Sarah's in it. And there, were the handful of articles that came out about it were like Michael Sarah made this short film. I mean, they like said that. Oh and then I, I would just be at the end of an article and it would say that I wrote and directed it. And I wrote, directed, and edited that. So I, like, really made that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like, like Bravo, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And I was like, um, cool, guys. Yeah. Um, and, and... But it happened a lot. Like I, there are other short films that I've made that where I'm like not really mad. I mean, it's fine. It's like, I know what my role is in the work. And yeah. so it... I feel pretty, like, confident in what I have to offer that... It's just ridiculous now. It's more yeah, it's, not, it's something I can laugh at now. Yeah. Um, so it's just sort of funny. Yeah. Well, tell us what's next. What all the people out there listening need to do. We know you're not listening back to this because you lived it. You don't want to hear your own <laughs> voice. But Lemon can be seen in Los Angeles August 11th at the Ace Hotel, part of Next Fest. Correct. And tell all the people what to do. What to do? Like where to go to find your stuff. It's going to be a video on demand on... Oh, yeah. It'll be on demand on August 18th, and it'll be at the New Art in Los Angeles. And then in New York, um, August 25th, it opens at Quad Cinema, at the Quad Cinema in the city. And um, if you want to see my short films, a lot of them are online. And um, I don't know. That's it. That's all I got. That's all you got. Well, thank you for being on my podcast. Thanks for having me. Are we officially friends? We are friends. We are friends. This was it. We cemented it. We cemented. You guys hear that? Aristotle, 
You saw it. You yeah. saw it first. You can't see your subtle but you give two whopping thumbs up. <laughs> uh, and some head nodding. And some head nodding. And you know what? Yeah, I exposed myself, but I don't regret it because now Janixa knows who I am <laughs> and accepts me anyway. All right. Well, thank you for being on the podcast. Thank you. Now leaving Nerdist.com. Thank <laughs> you.